You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of Genuine Wrestle Boy? Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends who made better friends through love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. Wait, that's Matt's not, not here. Well, you know I'm Bret Hart. No, get out of my home. <laughs> yeah, we're at Zach's house. Well, no. <laughs> Matt told me to come in his place. <laughs> nice. So I'm here. Welcome to Bret Hart and the Wrestling Boys. <laughs> I'm Bret Hart, and we're going to talk about wrestling. So guys, how about my matches? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Isai. Sorry to cut you off, Brett. I'm it's Zach. Okay, no, I'm, I'm Zach. You're probably my favorite wrestling boy. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I wonder of, why. I appreciate it, Brett. I've been a big fan. Um, Matt can't be here because uh, this was a weird week, so we recorded all weird. Um, it's because it was just birthday week. Yeah, I was. I had too many plans. You had all of the plans. I never have plans, and this time I had plans by Death's Have for Cutie on vinyl. He had six plans. I think I have that in the next room, and if this wasn't a podcast, I'd go get it as a prop joke. <laughs> just imagine I did that. Well, you could have just faked it. Yeah. This is a podcast. Right. Oh, here it is. Guys, what Sarah said, that's a jammer. Oh, man, it See? is. I heard it. He uh, <laughs> says the word piss in that song. Hmm. What a weird like song. Like, what a weird word to put in the song. Piss. Especially, by, like, Especially Death Cab. Death Cab yeah. yeah. Um, piss cab. Piss cab. Piss cab for piss. <laughs> piss cab for booty. For booty. That's a thing. They're playing at Memorial Stadium this summer. That'll be a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> like seven minutes from the midday sun, if you're asking me. Nice. Hell yeah. Music jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're going to talk about wrestling. A lot of wrestling happened. Greatest yeah. wrestling. It was the all wrestling in the was, history of wrestling happened. It was all important, and I remember every single thing that happened. I barely remember Raw. No, Raw was nothing. I watched three hours of TV to watch the Kevin and the Sammy and Kevin show. That was very good. They're funny together. They're the I love them so um, much. But their whole bit about Kurt Angle's kids. <laughs> was just amazing. That was really good, but it also served zero purpose. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so what, what are you going to do? And the, then Kurt's like, well, I'm going to put you in a match against two big boys. And they're like, fuck, this backfired big time. <laughs> That's how it always does. True. They're wacky antics. They're, they're zany antics. <laughs> <laughs> nice. On one. All that Baja Blast I got in me. Hell yeah. Shout out Baja Blast. It's back. <laughs> Um, what, are, what else happened on Monday Night War Zone? I don't remember. There was a women's main event that served to further Ronda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'll say uh, having her versus Mickey James as a feud, actually, it, it makes total sense. Mickey mm. James is a pro. She's really good in the ring. She can lead her and like help like train her like on the job. Yeah. yeah. Having like a feud that involves her and Natalia... Is, is pretty perfect for Ronda. Like, two of the best workers. Maybe, like, possibly the two best workers. Well, yeah, because they can pair her off, like, do a tag team, 
and then Natalia can turn on her later down the road, which everybody knows is going to happen. And it's you fine. didn't like my cat's Instagram photo. <laughs> you didn't like Tupac's photo. Well, you know, I think they should actually just have Natty beat her because Natty's probably the best wrestler on the roster. Yeah, but Ronda's making him more money. Yeah, but Natty could make him more money if they actually you know, pushed her. Didn't screw over like the boy toy Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows it? Girl, the monsoon, you know it. <laughs> Vince McMahon knows it. <laughs> I if you love don't this like bit. It, tough shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I love this bit. And you it's ever heard the stop. interview where he was talking about a match where he was going Hold to on. shoot, break someone's foot, and stand in the middle of the ring and say "fuck you"? Because that's a very good shoot interview by yeah. Bret Hart. <laughs> you're asking Isai if he's seen a Bret Hart shoot interview. And you're also asking Bret Hart if I've seen a Bret Hart shoot interview. Have you, Bret? Of course, I've you, seen a Bret Hart shoot interview. Do you even remember interview. it? Because uh, I am Bret Hart, and I I watch all my shoots, and my matches, and my promos. And I watch the episode of The Simpsons I'm on, and the episode of Mad TV I was on. <laughs> Fuck you, Will Sasso! I beat you in the middle of a WCW ring. <laughs> That's a fucking deep cut, right? There. <laughs> God, some of those celeb cameos. Yeah, what the fuck, WCW? Jay Leno. Nice. Will Sasso. Was he the Crimson Chin? No, he was oh, Jay. Good though. <laughs> It was Jay Leno with Kevin Eubanks. Oh, and the Tonight Show band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was he wearing all denim? He was wearing sweats. I, I feel like he was wearing de all denim in like a promo. I think so. <laughs> but I think he was wearing sweats in the match. I hope so. And he put like, comfy boy. He put Roman style. Hulk Hogan in an arm ringer, and Hogan sold it. <laughs> it's got to sell for someone. <laughs> He'll sell for Jay Leno. Jay Leno offered him a car. Well, you know he wouldn't sell for me. Worthless piece of shit. Maybe I Jay agree. shot and was just shooting on him. Yeah, fuck Jay Leno, strong. <laughs> what denim he wears. All yeah. those cars he works on. What else? Is, what happened on Raw? Like, I'm blanking right now. I feel like it wasn't very important. Yeah, I was cooking the entire time, so I was half watching it. Um, Elias beat Bobby Roode in Bobby Roode's first singles match on Raw. Oh yeah, and like I think I was supposed to like hit him in the throat, like the rope, and it just kind of hit him like in the shoulder and kind of face. Yeah, it was and they weird. rolled him up, and he didn't even hold the tights. There's some there's some botch botchy moments in WWE this week. Yeah, a lot of botches. Yeah, yeah. We'll eventually get to the botch of the year. Oh, they they <laughs> that happened today. <laughs> they they. Um, they Two. There are actually two botches of the year. The the Hardy uh, Hardy and Bray Wyatt like they kind of have given him more of a um, kind of like team type thing. They give him a name, the Deleter of Worlds. They give him a weird weird. They mix their songs together. Yeah, in a real I, weird way. Weird. They they kind of got super into doing that for a minute. Yeah, like Seamus and Cesaro is the same way. Never been a big fan of that. Or like they did that with a. When it was Cody and uh, Goldust, mm -hmm. they mixed theirs together. I just wish their name was just Eat Delete. <laughs> <laughs> eat and Delete. Eat, Delete, Repeat. Nice. But I do like Eater of Worlds. I like it's their good. finish like that. Or uh, Deleter of Worlds, sorry. The the assisted uh, um, Twist of Fate's really cool. Mm. Um, it's a lot better than the weird like Sister Abigail I like toss off. I like, like to throw into it. If, the, if they could have made it like, if Matt Hardy's finish would be the side effect, Mm -hmm. That'd be perfect. That would be really good. But it's... Um, oh, and then Drew Galloway just cuts a fire promo. Mm -hmm. That was my big take. Okay, now I remember. Drew Galloway's so good. He comes off like a superstar. Or Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I was going to say. What an indie smart. <laughs> I was like, they're the same person, right? Yeah. 
Three. Man, I love that Chris Hero yeah. match. Love that Chris Hero versus Drew Galloway Chris, match. Yeah. Please refer to him by the name I know him by, which is Drew. <laughs> Drew. This is what a superstar sounds like. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's like his promo is great. He has great poise. He's huge. Mm-hmm. He's great in the ring. He carries himself like a star. Dolph Ziggler now just doesn't seem like a geek anymore. And their finish is fucking sad. Yeah, yeah. Zach Claymore. Yeah. Oh, and they hit that fucking perfect. Like the timing on it is unreal. It's like goddamn. Yeah, because even like Dolph's been boring as hell, but he's still a great worker. Like yeah, and like you get like mad at him because how boring and shitty he is with that. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh yeah. I forgot. You're good. You're good at your job. Give him old Diesel Galloway. Now all of a sudden he's a lot more entertaining. It's a good slow burn for them, and I think they're going to hopefully win the titles like next week. (laughs) (laughs) And then they'll be good. They should should win the titles, and they should have him turn on Dolph. Actually, no, Dolph needs to turn on him because nobody cares about Dolph. Yeah. Just have Drew. And then have him be a fucking, like, Drew can fucking go and... Like, be a main eventer like he should be. He, mm-hmm. Dolph can go be a main eventer on main event. Exactly. <laughs> Poor Zack Ryder, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad that he doesn't need surgery, apparently. That's yeah. really good. But So, on, on main event, uh, last week, he had a match against Mike Kanellis. Okay. And he tweaked his knee really bad. Because they were like, we, were, they were like, we need to go for it. Like, this is our shot. Like, we're not on Raw, but we're going we're gonna to wrestle like we're the main event in Raw. So, they went and were pulling out all stops on the match. Tweaked his knee. He thought he was gonna need like a year surgery, like a, like a year-ending surgery, like ACL, MCL, that whole triad of your knee. Damn. He just strained it. Nothing fully tore, so he's he's safe. But he did miss miss the greatest Royal Rumble in history. After not ever. being in the Royal Rumble <laughs> yeah. earlier this year, not being hurt, he just wasn't booked. I wasn't booked. Woo woo woo. Oh, poor <laughs> Zach. Uh, there was also. Uh, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas trying to be friends with everybody. The Baxel Club? Yeah. And then the Shield? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny. They need to join Barry Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Yeah. They need to join somebody if they're going to... It kind of sucks because they, like, that's... They made that their character and then took the Miz away from them. Do you want to know what their characters were before? Um, Hollow Earthers? Believe. Yeah, it was Bo Leave. We, we got to see you again today. That was fun. And then the, the social outcast as well. Mm. So he was Yikes. punk? No. Oh. No, 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 no. They were Jobber. They were Job Squad 5.0. It was Heath Slater, Curtis Axel, Adam Rose, and was, was it Bo Dallas too? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, they just haven't had a good run. It's like, ugh, this is the son sons of Mr. Perfect and IRS. Like <laughs> They should be right in the middle of the card. Just like their dads. <laughs> I like forgot that Curtis Axel's music is his dad's music, like a remix of his dad's music, until today when he came out. I was like, oh shit, that's right. It's like some some shitty like Casio keyboard like drum bang, machine. Bang, like, bang. Like like a remix of it. It's like they put the drum machine on, like, right now, play Mr. Perfect's music. Like nice. Tights and fights uses it too, but Open Mike Eagle like did, made a song out of it as their theme intro, like really? their music, and it's really good and shitty in a fun way. This is his just shitty. Yeah, it sounds like the demo of Open Mike Eagle's Tights and Fights <laughs> theme song. Um, I guess let's move on to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke's great. Shinsuke is too good at being a heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like, just so many dick punches. And pe- people like singing to my song? Too bad. Yeah. I've got a whole new one. I fucking think it rocks. I, I hated it until I listened to it six times. Because I wanted to sing along to it. And I like the violin. And I like how, like, the choreography that goes with it. And they ruined all of that. Shinsuke worked him, but, basically. Yeah. But that's the intention. <laughs> and I, I like that they took it away. Yeah. Because it's old school wrestling. Like... The Rock used to do it when he turned heel in that run, like in 2000, was it 2003, 2002? Yeah. When he was like, no, no, you guys don't get to say my catchphrase. It's not sing a long time. This is mine. And like took it away from him. When Daniel Bryan, when people started chanting yes, he started chanting no. Yeah. It's like, no, like we're taking this yeah. away. We're like Jericho big. doesn't want any merch. Like when he's a heel, like yeah. he like changes up his catchphrases to make sure that no one can do them. Like until they like get super over and he starts turning face again. Because yeah. then he knows like it's like almost a game for him. Yeah. But no, Shinsuke is like, you can tell he's even more comfortable as a heel. He's working better, like his mannerisms and his like his facials. Like he has to amp him up even more. I'm, I'm yeah. just fucking in love with it. It's great. Um, I love the iconics. Um, just like they're bad impersonations, but it's like the way they sell it. Iconic. I also like that they have to say a word that's really hard for Australians to say <laughs> as part of their name, Arcarnic. But I think they're. I, I love mean, how like their gimmick is all they do is talk shit and like, but they're, like they're not good. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. They talk shit, but they're not shit. Yeah, it's great. I yeah. love it. Um, Car- Carmelo, like the whole like that segment with her and Charlotte, I did not like. It was just like annoying yeah i what i did love is like people talking shit on carmella on twitter saying she can't wrestle which is kind of true which is fair um but i mean she hasn't actually wrestled for a while so like we might see something different no 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 <laughs> um but i did love charlotte like sticking up for her on twitter like yeah, well those are probably actually like, really friends yeah, yeah but just being like is she she's annoying? A, she's it's, a butthead, but she can wrestle. Yeah, I I just thought it was it was cool. It's like, yeah, I don't like you, but I'm still gonna like support you when people are being jerks. Yeah, no, and I, I I liked it. Well, I mean, it's one thing to say like she's like not that good in the ring, but like when like she probably fucking just hears it all the time. Especially yeah, on, like social media. It's like shut up. Like yeah, especially when she hasn't had to be good in the ring. Like that's not her character. Like yeah. for yeah. a long time. Like it's hard to get better if you're being a shitty heel that doesn't want to wrestle all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's one of those things it's like I may not think she's the best in the ring. Same with like Nia, but I'm not gonna go out of my way and be like tweeting him, Fuck you, you suck in the ring. Yeah. Because they probably are actively trying to get better. Yeah. You know what? And like they're I think there. they're pretty good in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. But according to you two weeks ago when you weren't here um, they're not. Yeah, well, actually, Issa, I didn't say that at all. Uh, he was texting me the whole time. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. You know, Issa, I always got your back. You always stick up for me. Not like the boy toy, Shawn Michaels, who screws me. <laughs> Brad gets really heated over that, guys. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Imagine that. But, um, no, it's like one of those things where you know they're actually trying to get better. Same with, like, Dana Brooke, who, like, tries so hard, and I mm-hmm. feel so bad sometimes. But also, it's like you need to, like... There's times where I think you need to pull them from TV. Mm-hmm. Don't have them wrestle and just have them like work house shows or go like to NXT and work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they brought all three of them. I'm using them as the examples because like they're the ones that are kind of these glaring spots where they brought them up all, like all three too early. Mm-hmm. 
and you give them another like six months to a year of seasoning each, they can come up and be like a lot better. It's a lot harder to get better when you're not working on it every yeah. day. Like, and she's still not the best in the ring, but like, look at Alexa Bliss, like how far she's come in the in the ring compared to where she was. Like, it's still not the best, but it's miles ahead. Yeah. Where, like, you, it's proven that it can work. You just need it just, to do it, it right with the right like trajectory and way. That and like, where Alexa Bliss. She has she had the benefit of being the champion for the most part, like all the time, where she was in a work with the top people. Yeah. Where like Carmella like kinda just drug James Ellsworth around on a leash for a while. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. I'm not gonna hear the kink shame, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh Big Gas cut a promo. And uh I'm a big boy now it's the, i do not like the little boy this was the first time i've been like yeah you know what give him the what chance this is like the first I thought he time did a good job of like he kept, keeping away from those what chance he though. kept his poise really well yeah I, I i thought like he delivered it okay like i'm not like saying like he's at fault no it was dumb right? it, was, it was so stupid yeah. Stupid, and it's like I used to be small, and I got picked on, and then I got big, and I picked on other people, and so fuck. I'm you. a bully. I'm big, and he's small. So, and I'm 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 handsome and tall and tan, and why don't you like me? You're big. I'm little. It's just like one of those things. It's like the, that's the storyline. Is like I'm big, but nobody likes me. But he's small, and why do you like him? That's dumb. I'm big. Just imagine <laughs> Baron Corbin delivering the same promos, and it makes a lot of sense because it sounds like a stupid Baron Corbin promo. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm big. You're small, boy. I'm big, boy. What gives? Also, in the in the Monster Factory video that we took our name from originally, there's a part where it's like, do you want a big boy or a little boy? A little boy. <laughs> and it makes me just... Th that. I was thinking of that the whole time I was watching that promo. Yeah, it was just... I don't know. I don't want him the, back. The storyline sucks. I don't like him. He's not, like, good. And, like... He's pretty good in the ring. No, he's not. And you can't even <laughs> joke about that. Also, just, like, I, it feels like... Very that, forced. Very forced. Also, it just sucks. It's like, oh, he's over on SmackDown now with Carmella. Now that they're broken up. Yeah. That's just like a shot, like, right? Like a big fucking finger. It's like they finger. fucking, like, bought a house together and shit and then, like, broke it off, like, and now they're all working together. That just sucks. And also, he's a Trump supporter, so, like... Yeah, fuck him. And he doesn't know how to wear a goddamn suit. His suit was very badly fitted. The sleeves were way too long. And yep. also, like, he just, like, ah... Uh, the whole like thing, like he, well, he may be a fantastic guy. He may be swell. I mean, he pounded around with Enzo Amore for a while, so I'm sure if if we went to lunch, we'd have a great time. But yeah. I don't want to see him in the ring. I you like Bruce Springsteen? I love Bruce Springsteen. Want to talk about Bruce Springsteen some more? So, so him no. and Matt would get along real him well. And Matt are best <laughs> friends. That's a Matt. Hi, Matt I'm, I'm Pizza Rat. I'm actual pizza rat. It was a reverse animorph situation. I turned into big cast. That's why I look like a big rat. <laughs> oh yeah, Matt just texted me and he just said that he loves big cast. Oh nice. Large cast. Pretty good in the nice. ring actually. I was actually gonna like heal it up on the podcast and just be a big cast mark and then I couldn't do it. Yeah. I picked him to win the rumble as a joke. And he almost he got close. He did get very close. <laughs> of course he was gonna be at the end. Like it was they storylined it up for that. Yeah. Um I thought Dan Matha was going to go all the way, but... The... I was hoping freaking Tucky would go. <laughs> yeah. oh. What what else happened on SmackDown? Um, Anything? 
So, I mean, they're definitely angling towards a women's tag division, which yeah, seems like it will actually. Are they happen going now. to just do it on just SmackDown though? I can't. I kind of do it on both. What I hope I'm gonna do it on NXT too. Like, what's going on? I, what I hope is that they Angel have a, a tag division on SmackDown and a mid card belt on Raw. That would be sick. That'd be cool. But they, they, I don't know. Who knows what they're gonna do? Two hundred five live is actually supposed to get tag titles. Well, I meant like they were gonna introduduce women to two hundred five live as a joke. So all of them, <laughs> except for Nia, basically. Into me now. Wait, I mean, wait, wait to just like single her out, Oster. Tamina too. I'm. I mean, it's rad that she's more than two hundred five. Let's look it up. Let's look up Tamina. And um, it's just <laughs> Charlotte's probably three hundred pounds of muscle. No. I mean, Tamina's actually shockingly short, though. Yeah, too. Yeah, she's a lot shorter than you than you would think. You'd like yeah. see her next to someone taller, and you're like, "Oh my god, she's like five four. Yeah, she her build weight is is far less than the two hundred five weight limit. Okay, so she would also be on two hundred five live. Nice. So you just apparently the just, entire women's division is just on two hundred five live. Yeah, now. except for Nia Jax. They're like, hey, she'd be there too. She'd make weight. Yeah, like Murphy. Like Murphy. <laughs> except yeah. he didn't. Murphy. Because, yeah, Murphy. Leave him at the creek. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Murphy, I'm guessing, had a visa issue. That's why suddenly <laughs> he didn't make weight and, like, That's he was a, from I'm the guessing match. the same thing. They're probably like, ah, oh, fuck this whole thing. Okay, so you, you, you're fat now, Murphy. Like, <laughs> what? They should have showed up. They should have fucking, they're going to do it, storyline it up and have him, like, eating a pizza. Oh, my God. Like, he's there just, like, munching, like, on pizza or something. And, like, and like Drake Maverick comes up to him. Hey, we got a way in. And they're like, he's like, What? I just finished this pizza, man. He's like, well, I turned positives into a negative. <laughs> Fuck, that would be. Like, pizza's a positive. And then having to get weight after is a negative. Yeah. That's fucking true. That's just... Dude, wow. That kind of stuff makes me wish, like, Kevin and Sammy tried to go everywhere. Like, they tried to go to 205 Live, and they, like... I don't want to put that into Vince's head, because then you could probably get Sammy on 205 Live. Well, then I just meant, like, Kevin didn't make weight... And like it was a silly little story. And then they have a match in NXT where they both get double counted out again yeah. or something. Like, yeah. Just like no matter what they try, they can't get in. They they show up in progress and like we heard <laughs> this is a feeder system. We're here. <laughs> so we're gonna have some thumbtacks in this match or what? Here you do some <laughs> whack shit over here. I'm so happy you got into Jimmy Havoc a little sidebar. Oh yeah. He's now, he's now I can finally show you guys some CZW. Oh, it's still rough to watch, CZ but I get him more into it. Oh, I'm gonna show you some John. No Kennedy. rope, no canvas, death match, light bulbs, <laughs> fuckery. Truck, truck, <laughs> truck run over, death match. Jesus. Um, let's see, anything else of note happen on the smack? I do not recall. Shelton Benjamin beat Randy Orton. That was oh sick. yeah, that was cool. They're kind of starting a weird little like three way feud between them, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I like it because it kind of keeps Randy Orton out of the main event picture, and also yeah. I think it's probably because he just kind of wants like time off, and I think he's gonna turn heel, which for everybody involved is better because he's better as a heel. Yeah, it's a heel in my book, he stole my finisher. <laughs> that could have been Stone Cold or Johnny Ace. It's both true. <laughs> yeah. Want to know who actually helped Stone Cold come up with the stunner? The is, it, si- is it Ace? It was fucking P.S. Hayes. Oh, really? Yeah, it was fucking Michael Hayes. Doot, doot, doot. Don't Wait. steal that John Johnny Ace finisher. Doot, doot, doot. <laughs> well, you know, they didn't let me pray in schools, but I prayed on this, Steve. You're going to set out Ace Crusher. Oh, all right. What? Sorry, I'm, I don't hear very well. What? Let's <laughs> talk about that a lot. Wait, he's hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so let's move to NXT. Um, fucking Adam Cole and the rest of the Undisputed Era. The best. Fucking great on the mic now. Roddy as a heel is a thousand. Yep. What did oh I like? Yep. What I was telling you guys about like his dick character in PWG. So much better because like his kind of high and like. His higher voice and like he's also kind of a bro. Yeah. Like oh how just, hyped he was on fucking Kyle O'Reilly's air guitaring. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just want friends to gas me up like that. And I'm yeah. Air hell yeah. Weird. Just like uh, uh. And he's just like oh yeah. yeah. It's like Pete Dunn, you're gonna screw me over. So fuck you. I did it first. <laughs> I, I really liked his like internal logic for that because it makes a lot of sense. Like Pete mm-hmm. Dunn is a fucking asshole in char- like his character. Yeah. He's like. like he's doing like a tweener me. turn right now but it's like you're gonna turn heel again dude like and so i just turned on you first and i'm now hanging with my friends with my buds instead of your weird british guy yeah the guy the guy with the big bike is scaring me <laughs> God, that was so weird yeah. you should give some context for that uh tyler bait rode a weird bike and sang you know in a twitter video that's about it <laughs> He rode one of those old-timey bikes with the big wheel and the little wheel at the back. Just rode past Trent Seven singing. Um, okay, so we'll go back to NXT with the uh, Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Great promo. Adam Cole, like, just oozes charisma. Yeah. He's oozing a lot of stuff because he's so sleazy. Slime. <laughs> so slimy. He is so slimy. I love that Bobby Fish is still there. And Bobby Fish, like... I don't know what about like what about him, but like, he still looks intimidating with like a fucking like yeah. giant like leg thing, a cast. And I like how he like has no hard feelings towards Roderick Strong. It's like for them, it's the group. Yeah, and, like that's what they're trying to put over, and I feel that that's what's gonna turn somebody. Yeah, is that it's the group. Yeah, not him. That's I really wish he had so carried out the fucking dusty cup, like, <laughs> like, like strapped to his back or something. Just, or like he like was like riding like a little like scooter and like had it with him. Or Kyle O'Reilly carried out an air guitar on it. Yes, pulling it in a wagon. It's <laughs> in an office chair behind it. <laughs> It'd be great. Um, I hope it's at the end of it. It's Kyle O'Reilly turning on Adam Cole because I love like super fired up babyface Kyle O'Reilly and they had like this thing in PWG um, when they were like fighting each other as well as Ring of Honor and Wrestle together. Kingdom 11 yeah and Wrestle Kingdom and then also um, like an Evolve like they just like have been a team and fought each other a lot and it's really cool stuff um, I'm a big idiot but I hate you for some reason <laughs> <laughs> basically Kyle O'Reilly these days yeah I love Kyle O'Reilly he's my big garbage son I love him <laughs> He's great. Just like the crappiest air guitar and like the grossest, the fucking high fashion garage scene between him and like, like, um, like, oh my god, Pete Dunn. Like, and where he just says, How dare you to Pete Dunn saying that Adam Cole hadn't won anything? Like, how dare you? I also saw that he retweeted that video, that compilation video of his, and said, guys, please stop sharing this. You're making me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good, though. Um, then, did Shayna do something? I'm assuming she, she did. Um, yeah, she uh, intimidated Dakota Kai. Okay. They made Dakota Kai look like the biggest geek. Mm-hmm. I hope that it's like... Yeah, at least do something with it where she has to like build back up and like build her character back. a little bit actually yeah. keep wearing secret like indie mark shirts in the background of yeah that scene she's in because she was like oh i just don't want to talk about it i'm scared and then like she came over 
and like she's like, oh, I'm sorry. She started like grabbing at her elbow like the moment Shayna Baszler walked in, uh, like, which I, is like pretty pretty cool little like small sorry, character like, work I, detail. And but. I understand. Like I, I knew that's like the reason why is because like she fucking injured her, but like the same time makes her look like this fucking geek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I think Dakota Kai is great. Her finish is fucking great. Yeah. It's like fucking flip like uh, lung blower. It's like a Canadian destroyer lung blower. Yeah. And it's like she's a great wrestler. And like, I really want her to build a real character and like get over, but this is just making her look like a geek. Mm-hmm. A geek. Geek of the week. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> oh, that's what we didn't bring up on Smackdown. Oh yeah. The club back together. Carl Anderson there to take the the keen shots of rage. Yeah. Oh, he took a bullet for him. I love that. I love that he. Um, that for some reason Luke Gallows so over in Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a Gallows chant. It Hell feels yeah. like a place he'd be super over yeah, for some reason. It really like, does. <laughs> like this like weird like backwoods like Louisville just like Yeah. He probably like, works like some weird like church basement indies there. <laughs> and he just goes and like he gets the hot tag. Fucking people fired up just like cheering for gallows did an yeah. ultimate warrior splash. Yeah, did the ultimate warrior splash throwing all his kicks and hitting his finishers. It's great. It's a good time. Great yeah. match. And then AJ got him the balls again. Yep. Ball blast. But um Pinchasa. Oni Lorkin versus Adam Cole I thought was sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh also the way like the angle they ran, like did the fake distraction thing, Kyle O'Reilly throwing up the X like towards the back. That was so good. Yeah. That was really good. And then um I heavy machinery is so sick. <laughs> he's just like, uh, he's like this like wound up little like fucking like ball of heart attack. He's like, he's like the Tasmanian devil kind yeah. of. He's so sweaty. <laughs> he's so sweaty, no neck. He's just like, ah. and everybody's like, please stop, please stop eating all our steak, steaks and weights, and then they eat both of them. Uh, the big thing at the end was Gargi? Gargano got jumped by Tommaso wearing a, a Johnny Wrestling shirt. Uh, Tommy Sports his, Entertainment and his not his like taped up had, face. Yeah, he had that taped up face because he had that fucked up eye. Uh, I loved like the sociopathic like coldness of Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I love the foreshadowing they did because like I read spoilers uh-huh. at who was at Gargano's side. After when he was in the back, oh, and because it was a big thing because it's gonna come up in probably this next week, which I hear's fucking sick. I'll just yeah. give it away. It was Chris Hero, Cassiano. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, he, I like that he just appeared out of nowhere. He's like, oh, hey, I'm here. Well, he's hey, like, friend. Well, he's like, oh no, it's my friend. And then like, oh no, it's my friend. Thank you. And then, so we're going to get a Tommaso versus Cachisono match. Hell yeah. Which is going to give all of us concussions. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it looks like my friend here needs a hero. Tomo- <laughs> <laughs> nice. I need a hero. That's the, the Arby's commercial that made me laugh. Nice. Does we're talking Arby- about serious things here, Derek. Does Arby's serve Pepsi? It does, actually. Probably. It, does serve, it does serve Pepsi it products. Why do you know this? Because I like Shimoka shit. Because I like diet sodas, and it's always a bummer when it's pe- Pepsi products, because diet's gross. That's but then weird. they started getting Diet Dr. Pepper in my DDP. So I just go in there and. I feel like Diet Dr. Cut Pepper, like. My, my like, drinks. Since, like, there really is just a ton of different flavors in Dr. Pepper. It's the closest. The diet one, like, you don't, like, taste the, the weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, like. It's true. 
Well, hold on. This is Genuine Soda Boys, a podcast within a podcast. Um, within a podcast? Diet. Well, you know, I think that... Diet but you've Coke. never had a soda in your life. Oh, well, you know, actually, I used to like to drink... Uh, I used to like drink cactus cooler. Nice. Watermelon? Watermelon cactus cooler. <laughs> that would not be my first guess. <laughs> um, next to the Manzanita Soul. Yeah. I, um, I figured you'd drink like Tim Horton's cola. <laughs> <laughs> After I got some Tim bits, nothing hit the spot more like a Coca-Cola classic. <laughs> um, but Diet Coke intentionally tastes different than Coke. Like they don't, they're not trying to mimic it. It's it's a weird thing. I understand the concept. Is that why Coke Zero is like that one's supposed to taste? Um, like Coke Zero doesn't exist anymore. Now it's Coca Cola Zero Sugar. Not if you get Coke Zero Vanilla at Winco that they still had. <laughs> Yikes! <Yeah. laughs> oh, <laughs> that old soda. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, and then we got uh, Alistair Black. Legitimately took out all of Sanity. Yeah. Sent him running. <laughs> yeah, he beat them all he stood tall against three men if Nikki Cross had been there he wouldn't have but no she would have hurt she would have bit his ass. face off well it's because she was the wild card and yeah. she would just like wild oh. card yeah she would have jumped on his back gouged his eyes and then like Killian Dane would have killed him uh, and then walked out of that Denny's unscathed exactly I fucking love her I can't wait for her push she has an Instagram now it's oh, really nice. weird seeing her like semi out of kayfabe. Oh, yeah. But then all the time also saying, I love all my little Tasmanian devils Aww. about all her fans. It's like, that's a weird thing to call people, and it's very in character. <laughs> but you're also posting fan art. Yeah. That's um, cute. I I knew her when she was like when she was in the like the Independence of Nikki Storm, so it doesn't throw me off as much as people who like grew up with her being Nikki Cross, but I grew up it's, with that. It's still very... <laughs> From um, a young lad. Well, it's still very weird, like, when, like, she's been very in character, mm -hmm. and then to see it out, yeah. And then, oh, we had a big loss, a big split in the tag division. Oh, my God. Tino Sabatelli turned his back on Riddick Moss. A heel that no one cares about turning on a heel that no one cares about, I that think, people only care about slightly as a team no. lately. Uh, you're not giving this the the attention it so rightfully deserves. Oh. Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. Best known for sharing a car. Sharing a suit. <laughs> also sharing a suit. Dude, what's going to happen to that car? Yeah, do they split the car? In Monday, half with the chainsaw. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. I get it. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. No, it's you like get that, it? that, that. Every other Sunday? Uh, no, Riddick Moss doesn't know how to drive. It's like that, <laughs> it's that story in the Bible where you cut the cut the baby in half. Was that Solomon? Yeah, someone. I think someone so cut a baby Solomon? in half. About right. I've got a Bible. Someone wanted to cut a baby in a half. Bible in this house. We know. We've said that like four times. We're trying to get freaking Bible-y with it here. Bible-y. Bible man. Bible man. What's Bible up? man. What's up, JKV? Miss you. Love you. Hi. <laughs> Second Kings 2.23, two bears come out of a forest and maul 42 youths. Nice. That's my favorite. It's my favorite Bible verse. That's like Second Kings two twenty three through twenty five. Well, there it is. Was it the Bludgeon Brothers? Uh, yeah, oh. the two bears came out of the forest. Man, it's, it's because the youths were calling it a prophet bald head. Also, <laughs> hey, Baldy. Yeah. So he called down a curse from the Lord, and He's two like, bears killed yo, the, killed the kids. Yo, and God's like, all right. Let's see. I'm gonna look up Bible. Um. Anything Donkey else, uh, semen story on NXT while he's looking that up. 
Um, well, let me... <laughs> you guys didn't hear what I'm looking up, and I'm really glad now that I get to shock you. <laughs> I don't. I don't oh, they remember. did profiles. I of, slept through half of they it. They actually did a good job. Like I know what they're doing. They're trying to build up the women's division again. Yeah, because they have to do this with NXT since it is well, still they developmental. All the big boys, big girls up. Um, okay. they kind of did little profiles on all of them. I just thought it was funny because like they did one like on Nikki, like Nikki Cross. And then it's like the next one's like Aaliyah. And I'm like, oh man, that sucks. I just I want good things for Aaliyah because she's been there for so long. But like, and her name I think is for real Noof. Yeah, for uh, real Noof. No, it's like I'm for real Noof. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she's so bad. <laughs> she's still so bad. Like she's so on breaking ground. And so like, is like Bianca Belair. They, they have the yeah. same problem. They have the same problem to me. And I'll just throw this out there before we get to your Bible verse. <laughs> I looked they, at a different one. And I think one. I've said it before. They just play wrestler. Just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're really athletic, but they like don't really know what they're doing. They're still playing a role. Yeah. And where like people like even like Candice LeRae or even like uh, somebody that was purely WWE system, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. She's not playing wrestler. Like she's just like it's just Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Where like Aaliyah and. Um, Bianca Belair, they're playing a wrestler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it's like, at least in Bianca Belair's case, it's like she's so good at other sports and like athletics that now, like, to it's harder for her to make that transition than someone who just like jumped into this, like, and maybe wasn't as like high up in yeah. like, like, as accomplished in sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will see. Anyway. It's Bible time. Um, yeah, this wasn't the first you guys asked for, but it's my another good one. Okay. Ezekiel 2320. Ooh, Ezekiel. There she lusted after her lovers, nice. whose genitals were like those of a donkey's, nice. and whose emission was like that of a horse. Nice. Talking about her coming like a horse. Damn, he's AJ Styles? Damn. It's a good Bible verse. Damn. There it is. Big old donkey dick. <laughs> she got big old donkey balls and comes like a horse. <laughs> Man, the Bible rocks. Shout out, Jesus. <laughs> what a weird shout out. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Christian podcasts. Shout lately. out, Mordecai. <laughs> Fucking Mordecai. That character could have been really cool. Yeah, Angel Undertaker. Yeah. Religious Zealot Undertaker. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. That could have been a really cool battle. But instead, they just let Shawn Michaels dress in white that once. <laughs> and God. Yeah, God it. made a pay per view. Oh, oh, I did. Can never forget about the time God showed up. Good times. Nice. Yeah. I well, guess uh, after that we have the world's greatest, greatest in history big of the land rumble thing. The big, big old house show. The first match, uh, Triple H versus Cena. They were so smart. First off, going first. Mm-hmm. Oh. Second, they were so smart in like not doing anything. They worked the house show a match. Yeah. But they were big enough stars where it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. they were still getting the crowd so fucking hyped on it. And like, they, all they had to do is like, new. No, I'll just kick out of a couple finishes and mm-hmm. call it a day. There's a bunch of five knuckle shuffle masturbation jokes. Yep. And like, because that's what that, that title means. And it makes me, it pops me every time. <laughs> then just a bunch of finishers. Yeah. Three AAs. I, I do like I love that Triple H is like his like best like bumps is still a stack that slingshot catapult one <laughs> yeah the he, shittiest move in wrestling but he takes that bump so well 
But no, that match yeah. was a match. John, that happened. C- John Cena won. Yeah. I think they needed to let John Cena win. Yeah, I'd like yeah. have the babyface win. And Triple H was going so like over the top heel in it, like yeah. mocking the you can't see me and like I do like that though. Mm-hmm. It's still hard to like for him to get booed though because yeah. it's like But in that crowd it made sense like <laughs> I just gotta think it's funny, you know, sometimes I come out and I'm uh I'm playing a bad guy, you know. I'm a big antagonist, but you know what? I'm in in my crowd at my home at Full Sail in front of NXT. I'm the creator. But tonight in Saudi Arabia, it was the destroyer. It was the king of kings. It was the game. <laughs> Yeah, I just find it funny that uh, my video game came out this week, God of War. I don't know if any of you seen that. I, I, I play Thanos. Right? Boy. <laughs> what was the second match? Cedric Alexander defeated Kalisto. Oh, yeah. It was a fun match. It was longer than the Mania match yeah. and not nearly as exciting. No. It was, no it's because it, it's a slow. It was like a. Um, no build on this, whereas like Mustafa Ali and him had like a big build, so you feel more invested. Yeah, this one they did. I thought like actually a lot of cool stuff, and like they tried, but it just you know just it wasn't gonna be there. And also like it's the second match on a card, which usually is a like a spot for like either like a comedy match, or, like you put like a popcorn match there or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also like yeah, there wasn't any build to it because it's supposed to be Murphy and. He all of a sudden didn't make weight. Uh, yeah, eating that like, pizza. Should have yeah, taken those pizza. plugs out of yours, Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, I definitely think he probably had like a visa issue or something. Or they're trying to save this like match with him. I, I guess I'm guessing visa issue yeah. though. So because it made well, no sense why this suddenly. You should use American Express. But we, we skipped over. But the two hundred five live Gauntlet match was real, real good. That was fucking fun. That was fucking fun. They so. told so many different stories in that. Mustafa Ali, they're building up still, but yeah. like letting Gulak kind of, still getting over on him. Oh yeah, Gulak is fucking becoming just this ruthless asshole. Mm-hmm. And then they had Kalisto win just because I think they needed to. Yeah, and like I and also TJP loses first. So yes. Um, I, I think like a luchador, like with the mask and like the whole gimmick, like works translates really well to like a more casual or like un- inexperienced audience. Yes. Like over in Saudi Arabia, like and they're like going after families and kids and stuff. Like he translates super well. Like he's super fun. It's, like, a, it's a comic book character. It's a cartoon character. It's a video game. You yeah. Know? It's a it's a hero versus like fucking Drew Gulak if he came out just like hello hello. I'm playing an American politician. How are you doing? But I'm wearing a weird lingerie robe. <laughs> it's Is very it like short. A it's a boxing thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's really short. It reminds me of something like somebody to wear to like an art class and they're just covering up and like they're about to be like the like the, the, like the, the naked the naked guy naked you're drawing. Role. Yeah. It's like, hello Stifler's mom. God damn <laughs> <it>. black. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes Finch from American Pie. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I was saying he was Stifler's mom. <laughs> Why is he Stifler's mom? He's wearing the short little robe. Yeah. I don't want him being Stifler's mom. He's going to do the bend and snap. Stifler's mom has got it. Hell up. fucking yeah. Fountain of the Wayne, underrated. Mixed with American Pie, overrated. <laughs> Stacy. So if you, if you mix them both together, rated. <laughs> it's rated. 
properly rated. <laughs> it's a nice properly rated thing. Nice. Next match. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, the, the leader of Worlds, versus Cesaro. The bar! The bar! All right. <laughs> that was so dumb when Matt Hardy was just yelling delete. At Cesaro. At Cesaro when he was just yelling the bar back. So the bar! Delete is an actual threat. The bar doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it was asking if you wanted to go to the bar. You didn't hear the question. Oh, okay. The bar? <laughs> the bar? The bar. Let's just, let's just blow this joint. Go to the bar. The bar. The bar. The bar. <laughs> Delete. The bar? And then they uh, deleted the bar. Yep. He was like, uh, are you asking me to go play video games because you're elite? <laughs> Delete. Because <laughs> I want to go to the bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah, they won. The crowd did not like get it. No, they did not. Because they're not like a hardcore fan base is going to get a TNA thing. Yeah. yeah. They like got that they needed to turn on their phone lights. And then nothing else. They probably know Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like, I feel like they know, like, some WWE stuff. Yeah, I feel they, Bray Wyatt probably, like, translates really easily. Because, oh, it's Spooky Guy. Yeah. Oh, people do people do this. Oh, it's Swamp Gas Man. <laughs> <laughs> Swamp Gas Man Butcher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had Jeff Hardy against Jinder Mahal. Fuck yeah. <laughs> For one reason and one reason only. God. God, the fucking botch. <laughs> like, went for the whisper in the wind off the top rope and just... Jinder that, wasn't there. That wasn't Jeff's fault at all, right? No, because he has to trust that the guy's going to be there because his back's fully turned. Yeah. yeah. So he just takes a flat back bump to the to the mat and then Jinder fucking <laughs> fell. fell and fucking Michael Cole trying to sell it saying oh I think he glanced him and Corey Graves is like I don't think he got him <laughs> what a dick Corey has I think he got it and he probably got in his earpiece like a second later like oh no that was too bad don't try to sell it. Like, yeah, no, yeah and so then yeah, they're fucked uh, hopefully like like hopefully like it doesn't get reprimanded too much but sometimes stuff like this in uh, such a big spot mm -hmm. will get you kind of shoved down the card so if we see him doing more jobs the next couple weeks we know why yeah and also but, like the it's camera angles so literally that's the fine fucking worst it could have been for him it like, was in, like there's a couple other angles where you could have gone like oh maybe he glanced him nope like he should have stayed up and then jeff should have gotten up and done something else yeah. no, if, if they're gonna do it like have it like if they're if they mistimed it and he misses him then have him go and like put on a fucking like headlock and Whisper in each other's ears. Oh, fuck, what do we do? Yeah. Or like have him like jump out of the ring and be like, "Hi, I fucking got you." Yeah, anything. And like cheer, like, like, "Oh, he missed his move." Just jump up on the top rope and sit there, like, "Aha, you and, were up here, and now I am." And then he does his fucking karate chop he did against AJ Styles. Well, man. they didn't want to do the karate chop too many times, yeah, because Great Collie was coming in later. <laughs> fuck it, eh? Um, we'll get to that. Ginger needs to take some improv classes. Ginger needs to like go, go to UCB. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna go fuck Does anyone have a profession for me to say um B right now? I heard Maharaja. I heard Maharaja, okay. <laughs> what do I do when I have a place? WWE Dentist office? Okay. Hi, I am the Maharaja. I'm, I'm Dr. Maharaja. <laughs> you need steroids on your teeth. <laughs> Just, like, just think about steroids on teeth. Yikes. I you know. have really strong teeth. Just teeth acne. Be done. <laughs> Be done, you're good. 
You don't need any teeth. You don't need teeth steroids. They're strong enough. <laughs> Our solvent, how'd you get so many teeth? <laughs> like, no, but really, how, how do you have so many teeth? Why is my throat always so, so dry all the time? I should have a limousine. <laughs> I don't have a limousine. I don't have a, an airplane. I want to be treated like Brock Lesnar. Well, you know, uh, Sometimes you don't get treated like the star when you're not a star gender. Brett, what if <laughs> I told gender? you what star if I told gender, you gender, gender was Canadian? Star. How do you feel about him now? Well, you know, I know he's a Canadian guy, but he didn't train in the dungeon. He might have. No, well, he didn't. He told me he did. Well, he didn't. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. Well, and actually, I mean, if you uh, would have trained in the uh, the dungeon, it wouldn't have been with, like, me or Stu. It would have been probably with, like, Smith or Ross, and they don't know anything. <laughs> oh yeah, forget forget about those ones. <laughs> or, or or Keith, or what about Bruce? He's, are you got, are you just listing the what culture Bruce? staff right now? Because it just the, sounds like the name the, of the what culture staff. I didn't say Adam. Is <laughs> there <laughs> so an Adam Hart? Well, you know, there's like four Adams of what culture still. <laughs> got through nine of them, I swear. <laughs> Take an Adam, leave an Adam. Yeah. One got thrown into a volcano forever. Fortunately, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't crawl out. Hey, guys, I'm back. Shut up. Shut up. I don't even want to say your gimmick name. Fuck you. <laughs> there it's was a, a shitty name. Adam at Wool Culture. Don't worry about it. It's okay. But, I knew um, I didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to see gender get probably jobbed out some more. That's yeah. okay. He needs to be. I don't like him. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hope, I don't, like, I hope for the best for the guy. Like, he's, he's, he's sure he's nice. Yeah, he's and he done can his do best. character good. He can do some, like, interesting characters. He's got him, a good though. face. Like, his, like, his insulted face when he's not talking into the mic and is just in the background going, what, what, what are you saying? Huh? It's great. Like, I love that kind of stuff that he does, but. He needs it's to learn everything where, else. Like, he, the spot that he is given is at the spot where he's going to be the most effective, nor where it is the best for anybody else surrounding him in those same similar spots. And there's other people who are better equipped for those spots. Yeah, like me. Like you. Well, you know, like me. You're old. Oh, I could probably still sell better than him. Uh, that's, I, I agree You know, with that. I probably wouldn't have had Jeff Hardy miss that move. I believe that. Yeah, I would have reversed it, though, into a sharpshooter, and I would have won. Broke his leg for real and said, fuck you. Would have broke his leg for real and said, fuck you. Is that what you would have wished to done to Shawn Michaels? No, I was uh, I was willing to always do the job for him. I thought we could make a lot of money. But the boy toy Shawn Michaels screwed me. <laughs> All right. Next, we had the Bludgeon Brothers against the Usos. In a match. In a match. They wrestled. That's kind of how I feel about most Bludgeon Brothers matches. Like, yeah. It was a match. It's like, oh. It's like, I, really I love Luke Harper. Yeah. I know, I love Luke he Harper. Needs, but like, he if I w- Watching him today, I was like, if he had a singles push, he could have been, like, the face of the company. God, he was like... He's he, a big guy. It was so disappointing looking back on, like, him almost having that singles push, like, around last year's WrestleMania, and then just not getting it. Yeah, it, it was kind Dean of, wanted it, his clothes back, and suddenly he became a heel it was, again. It was just the, the, the get him in between, like, that extra month. Oh, I need to bring this up, because... Okay. Brett is tapping me on the shoulder saying, you gotta bring this up. The ending of the gender Chad Gable match was the ending of the Survivor Series 1996. Yeah. Like, that's the Bret Hart finish. Yeah, that was really good. I like that. Yeah. Piper, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 7 or 8 finish. Mm -hmm. I think it's WrestleMania 8. Yeah, sleeper on the top rope. Sleeper on the top rope, kickoff, pin. 
Yeah, so it cool. was really good. I liked it a yeah, lot. Yeah, and like I, I even texted the group like, "Hey, it was a Bret Hart finish." Hell yeah. Well, you know, actually, I thought that was a really clever finish. Chad Gable, he's a good wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. He's technical. He's a good technical wrestler. He's believable because he was an Olympian. Yeah. I could have been one too, and so could have Owen. Owen was a really good amateur wrestler. Nice. That's Trained it. in the dungeon. He did train in the dungeon, but not the amateur wrestling. And also, what really helped Owen out was going to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, that's a good spot still. Yeah. Do you uh, keep up? You know, I try to try to watch a lot of it because there's some good technical wrestlers over there. Do you like Kenny Omega? Um, I like Kenny Omega because he's Canadian, but I think like guys like uh, like Zack Saber Jr. who are just good technical wrestlers, and you could tell they learned a lot from like myself and Dynamite Kid. Uh, how do you feel about the Young Bucks? Do you think they're just all Flash? They remind me of a team from the '90s uh, called the Rockers. How do you feel about them, and specifically their members individually? <laughs> um, are you talking about like Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson? No, I'm talking about the Rockers. The Rockers, you know, I liked Marty Jannetty. I thought he was a very underrated worker. But then there was the boy toy Shawn Michaels who screwed me. <laughs> what if he actually screwed you? Maybe chill out a little bit. Well, you know, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, next we had probably match of the night Seth Rollins against Finn Balor Smojo and The Miz in a ladder match yeah ladder matches are cool and you have the level of talent yeah that is in there minus The Miz who kind of brings the average down yeah but it's good it's like he also gets know. to be like the just terrified heel yeah just like some like Samoa Joe just scaring the shit out of him but I will say though it's if you have a bunch of you got three I'm going to just say three nines. Yeah. And one seven. It's going to bring the average down. Now, yeah. I'm not even saying the Miz is bad. That's how math works. I'm not saying the Miz is bad, like, per se. He's not as good as them, yeah. He's definitely not as good. And you remove him, it could be better. Mm hmm But it's a good match. Yeah. Um, it's like 8.5-ish, yeah. Finn Balor died. Fucking poor Finn. He just bled <laughs> right from at the, the end first the moment. Oh too. yeah, his finger. Yeah, I forgot about his finger bleeding. That was weird. Yeah, he lost a, most of his blood. Yeah, out of his finger <laughs> and then his did. face. It was all of his blood. He doesn't have very much blood. He's a small guy. Oh, okay, that's true. But he's like one ninety, which is not what he actually weighs. There's no way he weighs that much. He's not a fuck progress. Guy. I just watched him versus Zack Saber Jr. He's built at one seventy. <laughs> that's that doesn't say he's probably not a pound over one sixty five. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say what seventy, <laughs> um. But yeah, like it was, it was fun. I I was definitely the match I enjoyed most of the night. Um, the the finish was fucking. I liked rad it because I oh, thought yeah. Finn was winning, and then Seth like jumping in from the corner, like you didn't see him, and then he yeah just jumps onto the ladder. I love that he. You could tell he's a lot more comfortable. Like it took him like almost a year. To get to this point where he's comfortable with his knee. Yeah. Where he's like fully going for things out and he's just trusting himself where it took a long time for him to trust that. Yeah. To dust the process, as yeah. Chuck Taylor would say. Yeah, like he, he both him like being comfortable on his knee and working face again. Because yeah. like all of his face like work before was with like the high flying shit and like he hasn't been able to do that quite as much anymore. And so, like, him being able to pull it off confidently comes off really well. Finn Balor being kind of the underdogish kind of guy is good. And Samoa Joe is such a fucking great-ass beater. Mm -hmm. I love him. Also, now, there's actually a chance he could beat Roman at Backlash now because yeah. of what else happens on this card. I There's just a lot of things that can happen. Yeah. 
The yeah. next match. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, the next match was AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This is another part where I noticed how Nakamura is working and how it's a bit harder. He's not having... He's not getting to rely on just being over as a baby face and like yeah. his tropes are gonna work it's like oh I gotta be a heel but he gets to have fun with it and, yeah. and you could tell that he has to like turn it on a little bit more and like there's a lot of people who were like oh he's kinda losing it and I never thought he lost anything it was more so he didn't have to and he's yeah. a smart person yeah he's chilling out like you don't I mean, yeah, I'd love to see the same Nakamura from New Japan, but at the same time, like, he's older now. The reason he went to WWE was to get more money and to calm, to give his body a rest so he can, like, have a good life. Yeah, and, like, he's still, like... He's still great. Yeah, and he's, like, he's showing, like, oh, yeah, he turns it on a lot more. It's more intense, like, his moves are feeling more crisp, and I feel like... Him working heel gives him the opportunity to kind of force him into that. Yeah. And also, he probably feels comfortable with AJ Styles. Like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, oh, cool, it's AJ. We, I know what we can do. And then, like, on SmackDown, we're working with, like, Carl Anderson and stuff like that. Like, he knows what he can do. So it's really cool. Because him and Carl, like, were in California together at the, the, the dojo. Mm. Like, they were fucking starting up together. They did many a show together. They actually were in a group before Chaos together. That's right. Carl Anderson was in Chaos for a while before Bullet Club. That's right, yeah. And so, like, they are really good friends. Um, and so, yeah. It's like them like, being able to go out and Shinsuke probably just feels comfortable with them and he's, like, really starting to come out of his shell again and... His fucking new theme's fire. Yeah, it's good. I like his, it. Mm -hmm. His heel mannerisms are out of control. Yep. Yeah. This is like when Sami Zayn there turned was, heel. There was a no-speak English sign in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, there was a Kona Reeves sign in the that, crowd. That was that really was great. fucking threw me for <laughs> finest Kona Reeves. Also, fucking third row, like in the royal family section, there's a sign for another podcast listen to going in raw that's like, yeah. a, it has a good following, but not like... Well, I would not have expected it to be in the third row in like that <laughs> in royal family ass section. Yeah, to see the faces of like two people that do a pot like wrestling podcast. Just yeah. Like, Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w I can't wait to hear them talk about it. I know. It. I'm like in a Facebook group of for like fans of their show, mm -hmm. and people are just freaking the fuck out about <laughs> That's it. That's really cool. I also like the ending where. Yes. Uh, where AJ Styles just gets frustrated and yep. beats the shit out of He's him. He's such a good frustrated baby face, like where he gets fed up. Yeah, it's like, like what the frick, man? I, I'm I, just so sick of you. I love your, the, the your crap, the human aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like he's a like in storyline. It's like, hey, I'm a good guy, but you know what? You're fucking finally pushed me over the edge. I'm gonna kick your ass. What the frick, man? Hey, man, what the frick? But I also I call love, me a Jesus freak. I love the finish. <laughs> Jesus frick. <laughs> Jesus frick. <laughs> I love the double count out finish. Yeah, and then it sets up backlash. Yep. Yeah, I really, I was kind of expecting it to end with AJ. Going, going, Pinchasa yeah. on, on Shinsuke, but I, I like this better. That's what I wanted. I, I wanted to. I kind of like this better, just like because they can still do that. Yeah, at, like on SmackDown now. But is that too low? No, no. Okay. Uh, the frustration and the human aspect, like when they humanize people, they'll make it so like that's where like a lot of where John Cena got the like bad rub is that he was never human. Yeah, it's like oh, he was Superman, where you got to make him oh, human. No, you got to let him have that little bit of. Of like that human factor and like that like maybe I can do something bad. I do not appreciate you saying I'm not human. I'm I love emotions. 
I use them frequently. <laughs> okay. When I'm out in the ring, honestly, when I'm doing make a wish, I use my emotions all the time. We need to talk about his entrance with all the little kids. <laughs> that was I was really fucking hoping Nicholas was gonna come out and just smash him with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and then his promo at the end, where he still made it about himself, he's like, even though I have other things going on. Yeah, in my he life, said that. No matter how busy my universe is getting, I love to come out and entertain the fans of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Farewell. He's like, I'm sad, but thank you guys. Plug into a wall outlet now. He also got a pop, and there I didn't hear anyone yell, John Cena sucks. No, mm -hmm. there was, like, the only, like, merch I saw in the crowd was John Cena merch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's, like, one of the few that they really know. There's a few Shinsuke the shirts that I saw, but, yeah. like, there weren't. And I saw one very excited fan wearing uh, Get These Hands shirt, which I I saw loved. an Ambrose Asylum shirt. Hell yeah. What, second top-selling merch seller in the WWE Damn. last year? Yeah. He outsold uh, John Cena on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. That's insane. You go to the mall, you will see like a kid, a, like a kid you would not expect to be a wrestling fan in a fucking Ambrose Asylum shirt. Mm -hmm. Ambrose is he's like that edgy, cool guy, like Steve Austin, like type. <laughs> Just look at his Insta like look at Renee's photos of him on Instagram. You know, oh, this is not a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Renee, I'm gonna want to go smoke in the desert. I'm gonna go take a run and smoke a pack of Marlboros in the desert. Whatever, Dean. I'm gonna call, call me Dean. My name's John. I'm gonna call my best friend Randy Orton. I'm gonna call my Aww. best friend myself. I just imagine them hanging out for some reason because they're so boring. I don't. Because like I I I know like his promos from the Indies and how crazy he is and the guys he hung out with. Were it's just, true. Were just these fucking like those like these low. <laughs> <laughs> like Drake Younger at the time was just like really like drugs a lot, and like bled all the time, and like Sammy Callahan same thing, hitting people baseball bats for real. Damn, <laughs> yikes! R.I.P. Uh, next match. Speaking of Rip, uh, we had the Undertaker against Rusev. Went over nine minutes. That was shocking. Yeah, Undertaker looks better than he has in years. That was so. That was one of the best Undertaker matches I've seen in a while. Yeah, like mm -hmm. it's better than his last couple WrestleMania matches. Like besides, this year was different because it was a two minutes well, squash he, match. The, but the thing about this is he usually at this point in time would have already said he's retiring again because this is usually when he's done it for the last ten years. Mm -hmm. God. Is that at the end of WrestleMania? But I think he feels good. Got that new hip. Mm -hmm. He only had to work three minutes. They're protecting him a lot more, which they mm -hmm. should have done after he lost to Brock. Yeah. yeah. Well, and half this match was Rusev rolling out of the ring. So yeah, but yeah, uh, it looked really good when they're actually doing stuff. Though, and he yeah. sold like he yeah. sold for Rusev, which also, was really a good sign. Just with all the shit that went down with Rusev in also, this match, like I think that that's a really good sign for Rusev that like, Taker probably respects him as a cow. So yeah, one of my favorite parts was when. Uh, Undertaker was giving his entrance and um, they just shot like with all the like dark lights onto Rusev and Aiden and Rusev looked terrified and Aiden, Aiden just looked mad. <laughs> it just was the, really funny. Just like reaction photos. Like just reaction shot of them. That's like that's one of the things I love about um the aura of the Undertaker, the character, is they they always show that. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing the reactions of people because it kind of sets up the type of match mm -hmm. and the storyline they're going because like 
I like when they were doing the um, CM Punk one. He was like fucking like he looked like he hadn't slept in a year, which he probably hadn't. That was normal. Yeah, but like it was even more so. And he was just like, <laughs> "How do you sleep if you can't drink?" <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Roddy Piper. Drink, drink so alcohol someone who I don't think has had alcohol in like a month on accident. I don't like mean to. Like, I just don't drink. But. You have the you have the alcohol to go to bed, and you take the, I take the pills, and then you take the cocaine to wake up in the morning. Jesus. Then he got fired. Jesus, Rowdy. But um, like Punk, like had like this look of like he was just so obsessed with trying to beat Undertaker, and was like telling him to like come to the ring, and like Shawn Michaels had like this super like like almost like. Um, on the, his last match, like he had, like he knew what was like ahead of him, and he thought he could beat him, and he like kind of like was showing that, radiating that vibe. And he so was like I, almost zen-like, like yeah. If I die, I die. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like that look on people's faces now when they're in big matches with the Undertaker. It's mm-hmm. it's just another cool chapter in the story that you can write uh, on each Undertaker match because of the body of work the Undertaker has done as a whole. Mm. Yeah. And I'd like and it like kind of serves Rusev too. Like he looked terrified and then kept getting out of the ring, like being scared of the Undertaker. Then he got in there and like fought the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker. <laughs> and I will say that like no matter what people think and like, oh, they quote unquote buried him, this, this and that, Undertaker gets in the ring yeah. once, maybe twice a year for the last like six years. Yeah. And he, and he got in the ring with Rusev. He got and Rusev in the ring looked with good. Rusev. Yeah, and sold for Rusev. The other guys he's gotten in the ring with, Brock Lesnar, yep. John Cena, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, and Bray Wyatt, which he's probably, like, was friends with, like, Mike Rotunda. Yeah, like, and, but also literally didn't give a shit about that match and wouldn't mm-hmm. show up to build it, so. No, and it was more so, like, we're giving you this spooky guy to put mm-hmm. you over. It's like, okay, it's like, he's safe, and probably friends with old Wyndham Rotunda anyway so yeah I'm just saying like he doesn't get the ring yeah. for anybody anymore yeah I don't I don't think Rusev looked weak at all I mean he's against the Undertaker of course he's gonna lose mm-hmm. yeah and like it, it helps elevate Rusev because he got some on the Undertaker and, and he, he didn't was, get pinned and he was in a high profile match yeah, yeah. like he could have been left off the card completely yeah. he could have just been a geek in the, the in the rumble getting tossed out after like coming in hitting like four clotheslines and going yeah Yep. I mean, Machka. Or Machka. Um, and also, I, he escaped the coffin once, which was like. And he put him in the fucking accolade. Yeah. He put Taker in the accolade. He put him in his fucking finish. No. Um, I love that uh, a- er, Undertaker got to do the tombstone to Aiden. Yeah. I yeah. think that was. Because he d- didn't do that to Cena. No, Cena's too big for him no, to he did do. He tombstone to Cena. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Oh, wait. Yeah, he did he tombstone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he just didn't last ride him. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't last ride him. But she still didn't do, and I don't well, want him to try to last well, ride anyone. I was going to say that also, like, Rusev's like 330, 320. Yeah. yeah. And he's a fucking thick boy. Yep. So he doesn't have to lift him up. Yeah. It looked. It still was cool. Yeah. And they're 69ing in the casket. Yeah, yes, they were 100% 69ing in the casket. Taker is one of those people to me that, like, I transform into a little kid every time I hear his music. Yeah. Every time I watch him and I want That's wild. Turn into a little kid. Yeah. It's like reverse big. That's what happened to Nicholas. No, it didn't. He saw the Undertaker match and turned into a little kid again. (laughs) Got stuck. He was even a littler kid, though. He was three. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Next match. Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns got booed. 
Barely. But it wasn't as loud as normal. No, because the the fact that there was booze is doesn't make any sense because crowds that like are like this who don't get anything ever. They like the baby faces and they don't like the bad guys. Mm-hmm. That's how strong Roman's like reactions have been of being booze over here like lately. Like I think like literally anything they've ever seen of him in, he's getting booed. And like, so they're like, oh, we gotta, we don't like this guy. Why? Yeah. We don't know. We just, just yeah. boo, I guess. He's still got like a po- much bigger pop than he does over here. Like there were way more cheers, but there were still boos. Like, and, like that- that's the thing. And I think they. They must have fucking, like, known, like, this is going to happen. And this is the thing, that, like, they're not wanting to pull the trigger. Also, I don't think, like, I don't know if anybody knows what Brock Lesnar's real fucking contract is. No. Yeah, He's it's so making, fucking weird. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that almost, like, retainer one where they're like, hey, we're, we have you for oh, the next God, few years, yeah. we're going to pay you $600,000. Or fucking 200000 just to appear on TV and not even be in a to match. Or come and jump. Yeah, because he doesn't even cut a promo. God! He gets paid 273 if that's true, $273,000 to walk down a ramp and jump in a ring behind around. Paul Heyman. And also, they probably pay his trans, too. Yeah. Probably pay all his transportation. Oh, of course. They don't do that for anybody else, but for him? Oh, yeah. And also, he's getting fucking Jimmy John's money every single time he goes out wearing their logo. Like, you know and that's also, true. He, they're actually not even real money, though. Yeah. That's just Jimmy John bucks. It kind of sucks. And according to Jinder, he gets a first class. He oh. gets a, a limo. He probably gets fucking business class. Like, he gets a limo truck. <laughs> a stretch for an F-350. <laughs> There's just a bed in the middle. And then in the back is where he sits. It's just a really extended, like, <laughs> just cab. like cat, like cab, like cover, and he just sits in the back with a dead deer and eats it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me, protein. He just like puts like slices of Jimmy John's bread on top of the dead deer and eats it whole. Like, just dead. It's like dying. Yeah, he doesn't even use his hands. He just goes down and eats like like a fucking grizzly bear. <laughs> But it's one he found on the side of the road, so it's ethical. Yeah, that's fine. No, it's one that he shot with a machine gun. That's <laughs> what he shot. From the truck. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I This match was wild because it started out... Zach was so mad. It started out with just finishers. Of course, it's a Paul Heyman match. Yeah. It's, they're trying to tell this story... Uh, these guys are the these guys are the two real heavy hitters, and they're gonna go out there and just throw haymakers. And sometimes this kind of booking works. Sometimes it doesn't. It would have worked if people cared about either of these guys yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. But, but they've dug this fucking shit into the dirt so much. Yeah, like go back and watch the Goldberg Brock match from WrestleMania, and it was awesome because it was like this. But it worked. It was like exciting and fun, and it was like five minutes. This match literally started with four German suplexes, then four Superman punches in a row. God. And like, I like German suplexes in theory. I'm getting bored, so bored of Brock's, and then Superman punches are terrible. I think also one of the reasons why everybody gets so bored of Brock is because it's been leading all up to the single throw man, which has been a giant fart noise. Yep. You get him out of this, and like, he has like, because his match with Samoa Joe was almost the same thing. Yeah, but it was interesting and cool. Like, because it was Joe. And, like, there was, like, that little bit of, like, where he sold for him, or, like, with AJ Styles, where it was, like, this little scrawny guy just trying to outspeed him, and it mm-hmm. was cool. But against him and Roman, it's just, it's boring, it's played out. We know, like, what they're trying to do, and then we know that also they're too scared to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. And now they're just going to, like, because they're so close, they're just going to go, oh, we just beat Punk's 
record rain now and then anytime after that we'll figure out what to do yeah like, and all, it's it's gonna it's ending up as like a like a pity like win for roman yeah which is bad he's yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't pity a guy that looks like that like he's like six four and giant and good looking like that's not like a pity guy like well it's like like i'm talking like even like not even in storyline like in like behind the scenes like type of booking it's like all right, finally, you're, you're going to get the win. It's like a Zack Ryder IC title win. Yeah. It was like, hey, appreciate your service the last 10 years. Here's your gold watch. All right, fuck you. Yeah. It's like, because they don't, like, they want to go with him so bad, but also, like, they can't. Yeah. And they know they can't. And you can tell Vince is probably, like, there, like, gritting his teeth, saying, fuck it, Brock Woods again. But he, but he knows at the end of the day. People are gonna be fucking pissed. Yeah, like why? I mean, unless this is gonna end up with a fucking giant heel turn, I would love to see a Roman heel. I I would love it at this point because it's no. Like, I have a foot fetish. I want to see his heels. Ooh. Ooh. What are we talking here? Talking about just like his heels popping pop the heel? Just no, I just want to look at his heels. I've listened to a lot of Harmontown. I actually have a lot of like in-depth knowledge on foot fetishism <laughs> because of that because he's very open about his own. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird turn. I'm sorry, guys. Just talking about Dan Harmon's foot fetish and, and mannequin leg fetish. But, um, it would be cool, especially God. if like Brock is Fucking on this weird contract and they want to make sure and get the most out of him. Have him fucking lose to Roman or like have like Roman turn heel on him and like... Like, next one, like, Roman beats him again, or Brock beats him again, and then he just fucking snaps. Have, yeah. have Big Show beat him because Paul Heyman turned on him. It's 2002 <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, it's like either give up with Roman and Brock, like, do another story, give up on Roman completely, like, give someone else a shot. How long has this been going on? All three years. Since, like, the build-up to WrestleMania 31? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, it's not working, Vince. Uh, right now, you got somebody that is connecting with the fans. They're not good in the ring, whatever. But they have Braun Strowman. Put it yeah. on him. See what the fuck happens. Yeah. Put it on fucking anybody. See what happens. Like fuck. Like, like fucking pull the trigger on something. Yeah. Or like maybe like tomorrow or not tomorrow Monday on Raw. Like fucking Brock Lesnar comes out like is like hey fuck you Roman. And then Roman just fucking, like, turns heel and beats the shit out of him and starts beating up all the baby faces and it's like, hey, you know, fuck you all. Yeah. I don't know. Just fucking do something. Yeah. Because this bullshit... Do something different. Because this fucking same bullshit like, well, he's the... Like, I, I, I almost had him, but technicality or, like, you know, I'm a... Uh, he's the Vince's boy. It doesn't fucking work for yeah. the guy who's been anointed as the king and has hi- headlined the last four fucking WrestleManias. Yeah. You can't call that shit and then be like, oh, it's Vince's boy. No, you are. Let's fucking do something. Do fucking something. Yeah. Do something. Um, The last match was... The, the big f- ass rumble. Big cast rumble. Uh, the 50-man Royal Rumble match for the greatest Royal Rumble championship. And apparently Repre- title belt that they unveiled. Yeah, represented Surprise. by both a title belt and a trophy. That trophy was sick. I like swords. That belt was sick. I like green and trees and swords. I just want Braun to carry it around with him everywhere he goes because he's such a big boy. Sorry, spoilers. I feel so spoilers. fucking bad for them, by the way. Just tangent. Because they got to go from here to fucking Canada and then to the UK. It's yeah, a rough travel schedule. Fuck. 
They better oh, oh, get. So they they better get treated in, well. Where were they just in? South Africa. Yeah, yeah, South Africa. They went America, South Africa, America, Saudi Arabia, Canada, Canada, England, England, and then back to America. Yeah. So all you have, all you who think wrestling's fake, have you sat on a plane for twelve hours? I mean, I haven't. I've sat on a plane for two hours, and I hate it. I've oh, I've hours. been on a fourteen-hour flight. Yeah, fuck that. I've been like longest one's four hours for me. Yeah, that has to be worse than being in the ring. I watched. Well, especially when you're trying to heal up. That, that's well, yeah, your your knees are all tight. Like you're yeah, sitting it's rough. In one like spot. even if you have enough space. Like I like I'm not as big as some of those dudes, but I'm like I'm six two, and I still was like and had like good seats. But Jesus Christ, it was so rough. Yeah, like, even like first class, like you're still gonna be kind of beat up. Yeah, and like if you're somebody like let's say. The big show. Yeah. Or like or a, Braun. Or Braun, like I don't Who matter. is going everywhere. It don't it don't matter if you get first class, you're gonna fucking feel like you're in a goddamn tuna can. Yeah. Poor guys. But um Thank you for your work. Uh Daniel Bryan starts it off. Yeah. The fucking God. his fourth match back. Seventy fucking four minutes. Yep. Yeah. All time record in the rumble. Seventy four minutes. They fucking like Vince is probably like, You wanna come back, huh? Well, Here's your chance. Roderick, go slap the shit out of him. <laughs> that was probably all Roddy's. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go fucking slap him, bro. He probably, like, rewatched some fucking Ring of Honor match they had where Daniel Bryan ch- chopped the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna go get him back. <laughs> also, by the way, June 5th is when we can expect Brock to finally drop that title because he'll beat Punk's reign. It'll be SummerSlam. Yeah, so SummerSlam. <laughs> It'll be in August. Oh, Jesus, that'll be like 460 uh, days by that point. Well, actually, we'll see who wins Money in the Bank, and then we'll go from there. Me. Yeah, if it's someone on Raw. Actually, I don't. It depends on how they handle that. If, it could be that want, you could do it to whoever you want. Just I like want Ron Rumble. to get Money in the Bank and to have to carry that, his new belt, and his trophy everywhere he goes. <laughs> or someone from the Undisputed Era. <laughs> Ron doesn't need Money in the Bank. Cause... No, I... I I would just love it if no. he got up on a step ladder and reached up and grabbed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he puts Nicholas on his shoulders. Has he ever been in a ladder match? No. I know. I want to see They haven't that. built a ladder big enough yet. Yes, they have. They had the big ladder with John Cena versus oh, yeah. uh, Big Show, and yeah. it was the real big ladder. The real big ladder. The, the, the real big, big chairs. The real big chairs. And that's also oh, the same so Tales from the Big Chair? <laughs> Yeah, it's all the same era. They had the stairs match with Eric Rowan and Big Show, and they tried to say that the stairs were like three thousand pounds. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking wild. They're made of aluminum. <laughs> These stairs weigh a thousand pounds. They're made out of like that truck, like spray-on truck lining. <laughs> Rhino lining? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so we shouldn't go into all fifty entrants because I don't. Why remember. not? That sumo guy. <laughs> Number twelve. Let's yeah. just talk about your favorite parts of the Rumble sumo guy hornswoggle getting the biggest pop of the whole night god damn it was fucking wild being in there um he had some good spots too actually i I like seeing mark henry yeah that was really cool i just like him as a person yeah and then like his hall of fame speech especially when he was like fucking like doing the whole thing to owen hart was super cool and like saying to martha like which was owen's widow like hey like he deserves to be in here and like you should let him this isn't from the company or anybody like this is from from me like i was, was one of his best friends in the company damn and that how uh his sons deserve to be sitting there um like it's like deserve to be sitting there to let so they can know how good their father was and how great of a man he was and it's like is their birthright i'm like fucking like fuck that's so cool yeah 
got goosebumps just talking about because like I fucking he deserves to be in that Hall of Fame. He does. But, like, I know like it's a horrible thing what happened to him, mm-hmm. but like sh- by her, like it's it's fucking probably super personal thing too. Yeah. And like there was a big like lawsuit and a lot of other things that happened in between. But it's like one of those things. It's like let his legacy live. And yeah, like, and just mend that fence, and also mending that fence within the Hart family, because you hear yeah. people talk about it. Like Natalia's talked about it. Like, it's like there's a serious rift there because of it. Mm-hmm. And just like let people like celebrate the life of Owen Hart, and like let him, let him fucking like live on beyond just that. Like let people celebrate like how fucking great of a wrestling person he is. Yeah, that was a weird tangent. No. Also, everybody check out Owen Hart shit in New Japan. Because it's fucking sick. Mm, yeah. Him versus Liger. I think I tagged you guys like in Damn. one gif. It's like, it's like, oh shit, it's like fucking Cruiserweight stuff they're doing now. Yeah. Shit. Because Liger was that good mm. fucking always. And Owen Hart was that fucking good too. Mm. Also, we skipped the random segment where the uh, the standouts from the tryout beat up the Davaris. <laughs> the returning <laughs> Sean Davari. Returning Sean Davari. And this, that, that was probably actually a really cool moment for the Nabars. Yeah, I really liked it. And getting to be, like, fucking Iranian heels in Saudi Arabia, like... That's fucking, that's yeah, fucking wild. It's fucking wild. And then gets beat up, get up, but... Geet up, whatever I just said. Beat up by geet the... Geet up. by the... Beat up by the geet up. Beat up by the geet up. By the, like, tryout guys. What a fucking weird thing. An American company comes over to Saudi Arabia and they have these Iranian heels. <laughs> it's super weird. What a fucking... What a weird thing wrestling is. Yeah. Wrestling's wild. And then also, like, the break that, like, heard, like, people talking about the fact that, like, Oh yeah, this happens during prayer time. There might be up to an hour break. And then there was like a pretty extensive break. It wasn't an hour, it was like but fifteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen minutes, which was like just an interesting cultural thing. Like you have to have the prayer break. Yeah, you have to have prayer break in the middle. Like, which they didn't explain all the way, but it was just all of a sudden. Oh, there's halftime, basically. Like they didn't like they didn't want it to ruin the broadcast for the U.S., but like they knew everybody there. Yeah. And I'm glad that they didn't, just because like there are shitty people who'd go like, oh. That's dumb. Dumb. Cancel my subscription. Yeah, we'll get to like a lot of the backlash of this at the end of kind of recapping. <laughs> this the lead into backlash next week. <laughs> is that Sunday? Next it's Sunday? A week from Sunday. Yeah. Damn. Nine days. But um, too many big shows. I well, thought like they. I I knew that um, like Tucker Knight was going to be in it. Same with Dan Matha because they traveled with NXT. Yeah. To go help the tryouts and run it with. Uh, Matt Bloom. Okay, cool. And so I kept like when I found that they were in, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. When was the last Dan Matt? Last time Matt Dan Matt was even on TV? Uh, like, it was against Samoa Joe because they built him up. With that's all, right. Yeah. With all these fucking. Like, it was the Kona re- like I heard someone joking literally before it started today. Oh, I wonder if they're gonna do a Dan Matha the Kona Reeves as like they're joking. Yeah. Saying, like he's gonna get just like the shit kicked out of him and be gone. They did like these weird vignettes for weeks and weeks. And Matha, like, you just see his fucking, like, steroid acne and shit. And then he comes out of his big debut. Samoa Joe cuts him off, like, fucking mid-like entrance and beats the shit out of him. And then that's it. You never see him again until today. Like, Damn. It's been, like, three years. <laughs> he died. <laughs> but uh, who else was, was cool? In the um, this was later in the match, but one of my favorite parts was, was when Jericho came out. And the just, fucking scarf. Just stared at Kevin Owens. Oh my god, Kevin Owens is so fucking. Kevin Owens pissed. like, why are you here? Go back to Japan. Leave me alone. Leave us alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> it was like, so 
good. I love Kevin Owens' reactions. I to love everything. Kevin Owens in the ring, like mm. as like as a reaction guy, because it's like. There's so many guys that hate him, and I love that. Like, yeah, it always they were all surrounding him at one point. Uh, it's just really cool, and I love that they keep the continuity with that. Yeah, yeah. especially like because he'd had the same reaction to Shane like not that many t- entrants before, but then when Chris Jericho came out, it was like ten times worse. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, oh fuck you. Also, like, I love that he evolved a bit and now has the light up scarf yep mm-hmm. and his hair is different and even fucking worse <laughs> also the interview segment they did with him earlier where he kept calling um oh what's his face the backstage my groom tom like right. he's like i know what your name is i know it's tom you're with your fake name tom <laughs> tom mike fake hair mike mike fake beard tom real hair tom real beard <laughs> He put literally everyone in the room on the list. Awesome. <laughs> he acted like it was a click pen, and it wasn't a click pen. He, just like, he did the click pen motion, but it was just it wasn't a click pen at all. Just a regular pen. Just a regular pen. He's you know your great. Secrets. You know your secrets, Jericho. I like him. Click pen, asshole. Click click pen. Yeah. Good for him. Getting that payday. Now he can afford insulin for his kids. Aww. It's expensive stuff. Yeah. He's doing fine. Yeah, he's, he's doing fine. <laughs> Give some insulin to other people. He probably Jericho. makes. He probably yeah. makes so buy, much buy money. Buy some insulin, Jericho. Hey, Jericho, can you buy him some insulin, please? It's real expensive. Um, Rey Mysterio. I mean, I always. He looks great too. Coming yeah. off his injury. Yeah. He also fuck. Who was it that he's? Fuck. He was selling for somebody. I'm thinking. God damn, he still got it. I can't remember who he was selling. His six one nine looks a little sloppy, but then it's like, oh, he just tore his bicep like yeah. not that yeah, long ago. Yeah, probably like, hurt like fuck. The West Coast Poppy did looked great though, like halfway across the ring. Oh yeah, he's just awesome. I forgot until that till just now, but fucking John Cena trying to do the leg drop three off the top rope three quarters of the way across the ring to Triple H. Yeah, <laughs> like literally three quarters of the way that across. That wasn't the a ring. good move by him. No, <laughs> like why you could not reach him, John? Like. I don't know if any of you guys, if you guys have seen the other guys where they jump like off the roof. It's literally The Rock and oh, yeah. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson jump off a roof, and they're like, I don't even know what they're going for. Like, were they aiming for the bush? Like, how, what did they think they were gonna do? And they just die. <laughs> That's what that was like. Yeah. Um, I like that they included some of the 205 Live guys, like mm-hmm. Tony Nese, Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Um, and one half of Heavy Machinery? Yeah. Yes. He was there for the tryout. Otis okay. can't be trusted to go on a yeah, plane. Yeah, you can't trust him. <laughs> He's going to eat true. all the steak and then start eating the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please stop eating the seed in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Who brought the gremlin? <laughs> That's a, oh my god, that's his backstory. He's, he's a gremlin. He's a full tu- grown gremlin. Dude, Tucker fed him after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Just fed him steaks and beer. <laughs> um, I loved Shane doing the coast to coast to Braun. Braun helped him out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. lean forward a little bit. With that little lean ski. Daniel Bryan, like we were saying, the fucking marathon man. Yep. Hell. Um, what the yes. music did with fucking Tony Nese, I thought was sick. Mm. Yeah. Like all he's all dancing with them, and like they hoisted up. He's like, yeah. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> that was great. Also, I love the fucking Breezango oh. spot where like Tyler Breeze gets knocked into Fandango's arms, and then he like puts it back up, and then just gets knocked down again. Fucking Mojo Raleigh. Biggie throwing pancakes at people in the face. Oh my god, Tucker Knight <laughs> in the face. <laughs> there was just pancakes in the ring for the rest of the match. <laughs> <laughs> it was out of control. They just. They don't give a fuck. Oh. Should we talk about it now? Sure. Titus? Oh, what? The best thing to happen 
in forever. Michael Cole lost his shit more than I've heard Michael Cole like laugh at anything in it so long. It would be so hard to keep a straight face and like try to do your job. Michael Cole was just like, oh fuck, oh fuck, let's watch it again. Guys, look at this shit. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone, come look at this shit. <laughs> Fucking Titus dick. It's just like a dude in the office that sees like a funny video. He's like, hey, everyone. Look at, this, look at this funny shit on my computer. Look at this dog. <laughs> look at this doggo meme. I love him. I know you do. Me, Kelly, Gabe, and Aaron, shout out. Doggos and puppers. Our Instagram group. <sighs> love them. But, um, so, everybody needs to find this. If you go on my Twitter, at DuckShirt, it's there. <laughs> It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> the gift that <laughs> keeps on gifting. Um, Titus O'Neil. The gift that keeps on gifting. What? Running out. He's ready to fucking rumble. And he takes a tumble. <laughs> and he fucking trips and falls <laughs> and slides under the ring. Like, fucking, he's gone. I Got love the, how they, like... He disappeared for a second. I love how they cut away, but then they showed the replay, like, 12 times. Well, at first they are probably like, oh, shit. And then, like, afterwards, probably everybody was just laughing. And then they're like, let's just fucking roll with it. I wish I could have been in gorilla position if that exists there. Just <laughs> 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 reaction. He's finally, finally makes up for slapping me on the arm. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's the stuff. Oh. Love that, Titus. Let's Somebody push him. Get me a, somebody give me a stick wrap. Let's push him. He's going to take the belt off Brock. <laughs> no, but it was funny. He's going to trip into a pin and cover Brock. <laughs> he got in there, and like he was so mad. He was so mad. It was so funny. And it's so funny because like, Titus is just the happiest, nicest seeming dude. <laughs> he was just fucking pissed. Like. He's, oh, that was just so funny. He was so hyped up and just fucking falls under the ring. Whoa, whoa, fuck. And so that was the best. Second best was Roddy fucking coming in and beating the shit out of Brian. God. Beating the whole I saw fuck out of him. Someone on Twitter post a picture of Daniel Bryan like selling in the like down in the corner with like his chest is all red from like chops and his hair's like in his face and his arms are out on the like two ropes and it says the passion no it says the passion of the Christ 2000 2006 directed by Mel Gibson hello darkness my old friend no but uh, I want to know like how they chose like who they're gonna put in there cause like Roddy like out of everybody like it's one of those like huh yeah like there were a lot of people that like I don't know, like Andrade wasn't there. I thought he would have been good in the rumble. They probably wanted to. They probably want to wait till a full debut for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. He hasn't debuted. Yeah. But like no, like just like Roddy in it was weird. Yeah. yeah. Sumo guy. Yeah, sumo, that was really weird. That was one of those ones. Like this has to make more sense over there. Like maybe it does. That, yeah, like over in that part of the world. And then uh, the giant guy over Leo Rush's diesel guy is. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that guy was in it for some reason. Yeah, I, maybe he went over and helped out I'm too. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Too, yeah, by the way, because he is six foot nine, nice, and, and like, Leo Rush is like five foot one. So it's gonna be a really cool dynamic. It's like the Hulk and Wolverine. But um, it's good time. Um, it was. A, I like battle royals because they're fun. They're just fucking chaotic. They're surprising, and I love just I love the Royal Rumble aspect of them because then like the countdown and then like the people like. Coming in. That's just cool. Yeah. Uh, it ended with uh, Braun eliminating Big Ass. Yep. So Braun is the greatest champion of yeah. Royal Rumbles ever in history. Yeah. So, like, can he not, def like, does he have to wait till next year to defend that belt? I don't, I think it's just like a, yeah. Jesus. 
showing off Leo Rush with whatever his. But name it's is. more so just like a commemorative title. Yeah. Like, hey, you did good. Baba Day. Yeah. Which is his real first name. Nice. Fuck yeah. It's my favorite. It's my favorite belt. I already said that. My favorite one's the North American one now. Well, you know, my favorite belt is the WWF Championship that I held, the Winged Eagle one. I think that was the most prestigious belt, especially when, you know, somebody like me was holding it, and I held it five times. How do you feel about the Impact Owl belts? Well, you know, I didn't really watch Impact too much, uh... You know, it was run by Jerry Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett for a while, and uh, you know, I wasn't a, the biggest fan of the Jarretts. They did that Southern style, and up in Canada, we did uh, a little bit more realistic style. Mm. We weren't throwing fireballs, but we also were screwing people like the boy toy Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Ain't I great? <laughs> Spend my day working hard on the go. Hell yeah. Fucking we're, great. We're something to wrestle in the whiff now. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking uh, love that song. Nice. Cause I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. Me either. Shout out Road Dog. Fucking shout out Road Dog. I actually sang that song. Yeah. Nice. He used to sing it to the ring <laughs> when he was the, the the real Double J Jesse James against guys like Rockabilly. Mm. Rockabilly guy. No, his name was Rockabilly. Oh. It was, it was Mr. Rass. It was Did Mr. Rass Billy Gun. Surfers? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Why would you ask that? So, um... I went through a rockabilly phase. No, I didn't. A lot of heat was on this greatest Royal Rumble ever. Yeah. Um, due to the exclusion of any women. Yeah. From WWE. Yeah. I mean, it... It sucks. And it plays definitely against the narrative that they try to create for themselves. That yeah. That they are a leader in, like, this, like, progressive... Like, mindset of, like, getting out of the fucking 1950s. Yeah. But... Coming from a business standpoint, they had to take the money. It's a hundred... Reportedly uh, between 100 and 200 million dollars that they just got for the like, show. Like, like, they could use that money to push the women or something. And I don't know. Also, I think what happens over here is... This is something that probably a lot of people who are into... Like, this progressive movement on a lot of different fronts um, probably don't want to hear, but we sometimes need to check our privilege mm. and be like, you know what, the people over there have a different culture, and they, like, up until a couple years ago, women didn't have anything over there. They yeah. were not allowed to drive. They and they're fucking This drive. year they're, was the first time in 35 years that women were allowed in a movie theater. It was because of Black Panther. The fucking... The, the, the soccer game. Yeah. Like, yeah. seeing, like, women and little girls, like, it was, uh... Who's the person on Twitter that I... Sidon? Yes. I fucking... His perspective, like... Because I, I was already feeling this way anyway, just because, like, um... It's one of these things that's just such a weird subject because it's such a different culture that we really don't have a grasp of over here because it's not anything that we grew up with and it's hard to put ourselves into that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's like certain aspects in like our own lives and everything that we can try to relate to, but at the end of the day, it's a whole fucking different world. The, yeah. the, the, the prayer break alone is one of those things like where we're like, oh, that's fucking weird. It's we, not yeah. weird. They're it's not a religious weird. Just, country. It's just different, yeah. Exactly. Like, like for everyday average American guy, mm -hmm. this is fucking weird. Why are they doing this? For them, they're like, oh, yeah. They pray seven times a day. Like yeah. business stops the world, like, 
everything stops to do that that's a very normal part of life and we have to like remember that and like respect that, that like, it's different than what we are and i feel that sometimes we get into this mindset myself included where it's like no just fucking do like the thing that we think is right and mm -hmm. what is right over here yeah but it's for them it's they're in a different spot yeah, yeah it is illegal for women to participate in athletics over there at the moment yeah. like and what you hope with coming from this is okay this is I mean, it seems like it has to be a huge success with how big this show was. Oh, like, yeah. And, like, how much money they're shilling out to the WWE. Like, they have to be making so much back, like, on top of that. That you hope that they go, okay, we want to keep doing this every year. And that they, and they become bigger fans of WWE's product that includes the women. And they go, okay, let's, like, loosen up these restrictions. Let's let the women participate in this. And that can be an inroads towards cultural change yeah, like in the whole country. One of the reality. biggest things that it's like keep the conversation alive. Don't just back down and agree with it, but at the same time be of the mindset and understand that this is progression over there. This is huge. The fact that women got to go to this show. Yeah. The fact that women for the first time got to go to a soccer like a soccer match that they get a fucking drive. Yeah. They get a like that just happened 2017. Yeah. They got to drive. Like yeah. they they ran a like pretty serious propaganda like package about it in the middle of the show, but in reality you have to also take a step back and go even though this is skewed and like you know packaged in a way that's like making this look like this is all great, you have to remember that like this there is still truth to it where it's still like even if they're presenting it in an overly positive light that it's happening. If mm -hmm. a byproduct of this propaganda and them pushing it overtly hard just to make it seem, hey, like we're not what we used to be, we're real cool now. Is them actually yeah. changing? Is that, is that like, yeah. like with the WWE? Because if like, it leads to progress, that's great. I said this on a podcast a few months ago that WWE does this with their women's mm -hmm. evolution revolution that they are pushing it so hard, but if this leads to actual change, then it's fine. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of kind of they like push the women's like revolution thing as like, oh look at all these firsts that are happening. But like because they're doing all these firsts, there's things that like were a big deal a year ago that aren't now. Like the fact that there was a like ten woman tag match that had like main evented Raw last week. Yeah, and, and it, it was, wasn't. That's not a big deal. It's like, like oh cool, like this is just the main event, and yeah. it ended with a cool angle. And like think of oh fuck yeah, like I'm stoked to see Mickey James versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, and like. Instead of being like, oh my god, women! It's like, no, like this is like they are becoming such a integral part of Raw. Yeah. It's not the first anymore. It the should get to a point where it's not weird. Exactly. Yeah. The fact that we can like, you know, like critique like certain women wrestlers being better workers than others mm -hmm. is like amazing. If you take like five years step back, mm -hmm. there weren't workers outside of like Natalia and Mickey James. In the like, division, like Beth Phoenix, Beth Phoenix, yeah. yeah, and like you, and they were still having like two minute matches. Like the fact, like Naya and Alexa Bliss and Carmella are miles ahead better than the women that were in the division five years like, ago. No offense to like Candice Michelle, probably yeah. fucking worked her ass off and worked very hard and probably pushed so hard to be able to. But they just didn't have. They didn't recruit women who were wrestlers. They recruited models who they taught to wrestle, and they didn't give them time to learn. Mm -hmm. And they also said you have to slap and pull hair, and that's it. And they, they like the. Best Bellas were even talking like they wanted to do all the regular matches like everybody else and we're at a point now where women get a good amount of time on the show yeah do we want to see it pushed even more and like 
mid-card belts at a certain point and like tag team belts and like bolster the division up where you actually have this really cool even dynamic with the story like with stories throughout a whole show that can flow between like the men's and women's and they're intertwined and it's just one big show where it isn't like here's our men's matches that are better than these other women's matches that your bathroom breaks on yeah which it was like eight years ago yeah a hundred percent and they started getting some better women like AJ Lee and Caitlyn and like these women that super like were into wrestling and they finally fucking took the cuffs off and here we are yeah and uh, real quick I want to properly cite uh, Sedant I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong um, he said his at Citizen Kane on Twitter um, it's spelled real weird uh, I'll retweet it I retweeted it okay he said women and girls in Saudi Arabia being able to attend these big public events wasn't possible until January so seeing little girls in John, C- John Cena t-shirts is wild at hashtag WWE GRR right now is wild would have been unthinkable when I was living there so he's a um, he's a movie writer who's lived in in India and Saudi Arabia and New he, York. He spends well. part of his time in New York. He like he like travels a lot. Yeah. But he writes about movies, and he also has incredible insights on wrestling. Incredible insights um, on movies as a queer person of color. Like I really really like him. Um, but yeah. So I do think that like getting other people's perspectives that aren't our white American perspectives are it's like important to be a critical wrestling fan it, it, it is and it, like to be like to actually like for everybody that was just so radically like almost like we need to drop wb right now it's like mm-hmm. we got to step back and realize the progress that this is going to help make even though it is propaganda at the same time the fact that like some little bit of progress can be made from this yeah and if that's a fucking byproduct of this yeah and as long as there's no negative effects of this yeah then fucking like i'm 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 happy that everybody can enjoy yeah something that for the last 30 years i'm fucking 30 um damn could fucking you're you too today. i know two days ago yeah 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 today today i am 30 yeah they don't know where this is 30 nice but no they get to enjoy something that i fucking love yeah and like everybody can and like i want so many people to be involved in this to the point where i just show my friends wrestling all the time yeah you yeah (laughs) me yeah now i I have a podcast and watch eight hours of wrestling a week except this week that like watched a lot more families can go enjoy this together (laughs) that women can go watch this and then they can go find fucking like the Sasha Banks versus Bailey match mm-hmm. at fucking Takeover, where they can find Charlotte versus Bailey or Charlotte versus Asuka from fucking WrestleMania and find these things, and maybe one day they can fucking become wrestlers. And like, I want to see that, and I want to see everybody included. And it's like fucking Finn Balor shirt, Balor clubs for everyone. Yeah, wrestling ordered, is ordered for one everyone. Yesterday, hell Let's yeah. Talk about yeah. It. Wrestling is for everyone, and yeah. the fact that more people got to enjoy live wrestling in a big event, and even though it was a part of propaganda, that there was progress made, I'm fucking stoked on that. Yeah, yeah like, it's problematic, but also pro- progressive in a I weird mean, way. Every, literally all of wrestling Everything is. in wrestling. So it's all part of capitalism. It's run by Vince McMahon, so... so it's like one of the most problematic, yet can be progressive things. Yeah. Like, almost everything is problematic at some level. Like, you have, <laughs> you have to always, like, check that, like, in any almost anything you like, so... Yeah. Also, to 
this is a real weird thing to do, but I'm going to promote another podcast. If you have four and a half hours to spend, check out the How To Wrestling episode on Vince McMahon. I don't know why I keep looking at my computer when I'm addressing the audience. It's real weird. Hello, but, audience. <laughs> um, uh, check it out. It is a really good in-depth look on why he is the way he is and why he's in the wrestling world a genius and also just a very problematic person it kind of humanizes him it's it, real yeah. real interesting but it's so good yeah do like, you ever want to humanize vince mcmahon watch the andre the giant giant documentary i still need to watch it mm. it's it's first off it's fantastic yeah i just haven't had time yeah there's whatever. lots of great stuff about andre loving farting that's <laughs> sick as no, hell but it, <laughs> yeah she's a lot but no it's the moment when they ask him about like they're falling out and you could, like, Vince starts crying. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you see this guy who, like, puts off this, like, the manliest man uh, in the yeah. vibe. Uh, and, like, uh, he had a special connection with Andre the Giant. Yeah. That was his fucking guy. And he has that with certain people. Like, Shawn Michaels, he does. And with, like, Undertaker, he does. Yeah. And it's, like... They I, talk about that a lot in that episode. Yeah. And it's, like, he starts, like... It's not like a overt like crying. You could see it's like real emotion overcoming him, mm-hmm. and like he's starting to like tear up and like try to like blink him away. Yeah, and like that oddly humanized him. I'm like, mm-hmm. like he fucking. I'm like he fucking loved that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because like a lot of times when you see him like let emotion slide, it's specifically for like WWE productions and stuff like where he's still controlling the narrative. Mm-hmm. This was an outside like person make. This was you know Bill Simmons. From the ringer like executive producing this film and yeah. like hbo like these were outside people who they have a working relationship with for this but mm-hmm. like he didn't have i'm sure like say over the final no, it was stuff bill like, simmons, it was bill so. simmons like who you know has like some controversy towards like sometimes like the way he portrays things and like he doesn't pull punches like that's when people what got him to... fucking fired from espn exactly yeah and like got grantland like just shut down shut down was because it had his name on it after all that like so he, the fact that vince shows that in that documentary like kind of says something mm-hmm. yeah where he's not controlling the narrative and is still willing to say it but yeah, yeah what a fucking how did we get on this tangent but talking about just you know problematic stuff. shit in yeah, wrestling and Vince McMahon be such a, a it's a weird, pro- it's a problematic fave it's such a weird thing and like even like I know people are like super like into like trying to like when focus on like let's say hey like the women's wrestling like these women's only promotion a lot of reason why those are started was very problematic oh, okay hmm. and like a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the fans of that are very problematic too Oh, like, of like stardom, is it like oh, cre- is it like creepy shit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And so it's like, damn, everything is everything and nothing can be problematic and yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Uh, wrestling in general is just such a weird thing. It's mm-hmm. such a weird section of the world that is almost so bubbled off into itself. It's yeah, you wild. like you just kind of have to take the good with the bad and like realize that it's bad and like. Instead of just boycotting things and trying to become this person that will be uh, trying to be like, I'm better than this, mm-hmm. be help spark the change, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. help get the conversation started, yeah, like find other things, promote the people who are doing it right, yep. yeah, and like you know, like I give, like, if there are people that are into wrestling who like 
can't take the extent that wwe is problematic i don't give them like i will give you no shit for that because there's like so many other places to turn to like oh yeah if you like do like try to get into wrestling and like have like trouble because of some of that like some of the shit they do like say the nia Jax alexa storyline and stuff like that like you i read an article bleak report Mm -hmm. they fucking did it right yeah and like it was like can we trust them again yeah but it was like that that is such a tough like yeah thing but i think one of the reasons why we fucking think about wrestling in such a different way is because it's this weird entertainment medium that is like in between like this fake and real world yeah that we don't see it as just like a tv show yeah we see it as extensions of real people Mm -hmm. and so when we see them like calling out these real things against naya and like these like bullying things and body shaming her we see like lexi kaufman saying these things yeah not alexa bliss yeah yeah and it like this it's this weird mind fuck that yeah. like it's so hard to differentiate and then when they don't do the right thing it's so hard to want to like give them the opportunity to tack on these like actual real social issues yeah but then when they do the right thing and even though they overtly were just so like look at this you could do whatever you want at the end of the day this can fucking help like little kids and like little girls be like you know what i don't give a fuck how i look because like like my hero nia Jax just did it and like Mm -hmm. i'm the most critical like person on her in the ring it's like i fucking love the end of the day story i net like I wanted her to be a heel initially. Now I never want her to be a heel because I want her to like always be that role model. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like Derek and I were talking earlier about like the fact that like Finn isn't like openly queer in any way. And so like there are people who have some issue with like him, like they feel like he's appropriating like the like queer like symbology with the rainbows and stuff. But like one, like I'll say like he's like lived that gimmick of like being like supporting since he was on the indies like yes. it's always been his thing and two like he has the voice to like make it count yeah like it's tight as hell that sonia deville is there and she's openly queer and like but she's and not then, like, at the darren top of the young card yeah well. and, and darren young but neither of them are at the top of the card no. being able to push it out at wrestlemania like that and, yeah like, and have members exactly. of the like of like the LGBTQ community like come out and be yeah. like yeah. with him and be like hey this is for everyone and get a fucking shirt yeah. which years ago they were that doing WWE is selling like they, they're selling it from and their store and donating a portion of the money yeah. and like fucking 16 years ago they had Billy and Chuck getting married yeah like this is fucking progress here yeah, yeah. and also like we don't know that Finn isn't queer and it's yeah. no one's business but exactly. his own. Like, yeah. As someone like I have been out of the closet as queer for a year and a half like not that long like yeah. like it's nobody's business but his own and as long as mm-hmm. he keeps being supportive in that way yeah. like fuck yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's always great it. to have allies in he's like that have a a platform that they can do this. He's like yeah. the perfect white ally because he's keeping his mouth shut and also just made a shirt. He's supporting it, but not trying to overstep his bounds. Yep, yep. And, he's not speaking for and them. He, and he's saying it's for everyone. Yeah. Like, 
as in like not like look at me it's saying like look at everyone else yeah, like yeah. it's he's taking the attention off himself and mm -hmm. putting on to other people and like putting over like sonia deville and like what she's doing for it at the same time yeah, yeah. and he, yeah it's, it's like you were saying he's not trying to like make this all about himself and yeah be like look how cool i am and talking over it and like yep. it's just like hey it's just for everyone look at this shirt this is i for support everyone. this yep. i am for everyone everyone can be my fan how yep. are how is it that two of Bullet Club's leaders are the gayest, the two of the gayest things in wrestling, <laughs> and the other one's fucking AJ Styles? <laughs> I, they, they sandwiched, like, they had to sandwich AJ, so like Finn, then AJ, then Kenny, they're like... <laughs> it's wild. They had to really heal it up. Yeah, fuck. Um, that seems like a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. Inside that gay sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> gay rap. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you can follow me on the internet at BlueGazi on Instagram, at OsterCoaster on Twitter. Uh, shout out to What a Maneuver for retweeting the pic of me and my mom again today. That was today. so fucking yeah, cool. Um, it wasn't even a retweet, it was just a post with the picture. Yeah, I just yeah. posted it. Thanks for pushing us. Like, we really appreciate having merch on What a Maneuver. Uh, high quality, decent prices. Like, it's. Oh, and I love I love my clothes from them. Support what a maneuver. There's all the really really cool. Buy our on shirts there. or someone else's. The aforementioned how to wrestling's on there. Yeah, how, not your not, demographic, but the one of the best wrestling podcasts there are. Yeah, <laughs> really sick stuff on there. Yeah. Um, Chris yeah. Wolf, sick independent wrestler. Hell yeah, she's awesome. She's yeah. on there. Their top selling shirt is their her wolf shirt. Sugar it looks on cool. Shug D, so. Shug Knight. Shug D. Okay. But no, just, just support wrestling, support support things you love. Yeah. Support us by going to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Oh. And, and we're going to support you by giving you a free audiobook, guys. Yeah. Help keep this free. Yeah. Yeah, Matt's, Matt's not here. Matt's kind of our Stone Cold guy. Yeah. Um, Matt's Stone Cold, Steve Austin. I am uh, at DuckShirt. Follow me. Um, oh, well, you know... You guys can follow me as well at Brett Hitman Hart and uh, Lil Pump Gucci Gang Gucci Gang Gucci Gang. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Bye, bye. By the way, I been love doing cocaine. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Brett. You made you you buds with Lil Pump. Well, you know, I mean, it's a Gucci Gang and Hart Foundation. Nice. Yeah. So I'll plug him since he's not here. You can follow Matt at Russell Drums or at Matt underscore on underscore drums. Yeah, follow Russell Drums. He does sick ass covers of like wrestling, wrestling theme, theme songs. songs. And there's cool like green screen shit he does. It's tight. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And then shout out Matt. Shout out Matt. Follow me at Everything is alright. At my chemical dad pants on Great Instagram. Name. At God damn it! I almost said the wrong name because I got distracted by you saying the thing you say every single week. <laughs> and at Kfabe Dad on well, Twitter. Well, you know that's a good name, Zach. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. That's an excellent. That's the name. nicest thing you've ever said to Brett. <laughs> if he says something nice, I say something nice back. <laughs> and you can uh, you can check out that merch that we talked about by going to bit.ly forward slash wrestleboys merch. Yeah. So well, you know, I do you think... want a do you want a free one? Zach will tell you how to get it. Uh, well, yeah. actually, I'll tell oh. you how to get it. Yeah, if take you, it away, Brett. If you uh. If you leave a review of five stars, like my match with uh, Owen, 
then uh, we will put you in a contest to uh, win a shirt. Gotta comment. Say something nice. Leave a five-star review like my match with Owen. And, like, I would have had more matches like that, too. But uh, my career got cut short by unsafe guys like Bill Goldberg. And uh, leave a review on Bret Hart and the Wrestling Boys. And we will pick a winner to get a free T-shirt. And I'll sign it, too. Whoa. Hell yeah. Can't guarantee that necessarily. It doesn't we do not ship it out. Yeah. So you Brett, know, you've got to go to you gotta go, you gotta to go over to Tennessee well, you and go know, to the water maneuver office. Well, you know, we'll just send it here first, then we'll ship it over there. That's oh, expensive. Yikes. Are you gonna pay that fucking shipping? I'm Brett Hart. Okay. <laughs> take not, that, that, take that as whatever answer that, that means. Yeah, and we I realize we haven't said like when this contest is gonna end, it's gonna end when we decide it. Yeah. Where we get the go like, home cue. Hopefully we don't screw you guys like, just like the boy toy Shawn Michaels screwed me. It's just like the same me and Kevin show. Whenever we feel like it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I I full I pulled the quote of what that should interview during this episode just so I could because it's so wonderful. <laughs> Brett, you said I wanted Sean to tap out like they do in UFC, where it's like when they break somebody's arm, they tap out pretty fast and everybody jumps in. And it's a very serious kind of thing. I wanted to break Sean's foot and, that, and they hand me the belt and I would have just gone over and stand over the top of him and go, fuck you. <laughs> well, you know, I would have said that to Sean, the boy toy, Sean Michaels. Didn't want to put me over. I put him over at WrestleMania 12. That was his plan for WrestleMania 13, by the way. He had been there. Yeah, but then me and Steve had that great match. Really helped Steve propel Steve's career. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. And Zach, I just want to say that the work you did on the t-shirts is excellent. You excellently oh. executed that. Nice. Thank you. It is. I, I love the design. And, it's yeah, Well, you know, it's a good shirt. Yeah. Did you put yourself over, you say? Yeah. Okay. Follow me at yeah. Duckshirt, guys. Yeah, cool. Then you can follow us at WrestleBoysCast on, on Twitter and at GenuineWrestleBoys on Instagram. And yeah. WrestleBoysCast.com. Yeah. I think that's everything. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening. Happy Rusev Day until something else gets over. And uh, WrestleBoys316 says, oh, I was passing it off to you. Oh. We're a tag team now. Okay. Start, let's do it again. All right. So uh, <laughs> WrestleBoys316 says, Pepsi, huh? Just kidding. Russell Voice 316 says life's a work and then you die. Pepsi. So I gotta get high.